When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast where we talk YA genre fiction. Lindsay K. Tai, we hope that your mouth is healing sweetly and lovingly. Yes, Lindsay. I'm so sad that you're not here. You're a treasure to us all. Sending uh, all of those healing vibes. Mm-hmm. I hope that you are getting to catch up on any binge watching that you've been wanting to do. I did good books. I did see on Facebook that you were watching Under the Tuscan Sun. Oh, that's um, a great, great. That's a great healing. Yeah, movie. great healing movie. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies along that vein. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. Um, Stella gets her groove back. Stella gets her. She, I think she also mentioned Stella gets her groove back. Oh, Lindsay, get your groove back. Lindsay. Joining me today is special guest co-host. Ryan Mogi. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ryan. Thank you for inviting me on the show. <laughs> um, I wonder if people are going to be like, wow, those two people are like really good at co-hosting for yeah. never having co-hosted together before. <laughs> That's crazy. They like know when to talk and how to talk to one another. Or they're like, oh, wait, I thought these were people who have done this before. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, is this the same? I don't. Oh. Ha- Y- you go. <laughs> <laughs> is this how, no. Is this how you do it in, in this in this show? No. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to be here to talk about one of my favorite books from when I was a kid. Sweet Valley Saga. Yeah. The Wakefields of Sweet Valley. Because there are two parts to the saga series. There's only two parts. Oh. <laughs> okay. The Wakefields of Sweet Valley, which um, I don't know if you noticed, they don't get to Sweet Valley until the very end. And... None of them are Wakefields until the last husband. The very last husband. Uh-huh. And then the other book in the series, oh, it doesn't say because mine's a first edition, is The Wakefield Legacy. Mm. Um, and I don't think, I guess we need to give more background. Sure. But I, I, have some, I have some trivia to share with you. Oh, like, great. <laughs> um, so Sweet Valley High uh, is a series of books. Is this too basic information? No, I said okay. share away. Series of books um, centered in the fictional town of Sweet Valley, which is in Southern California, where um, it's one of those places where you're 20 minutes from the beach, half an hour from the slopes. <laughs> it's perfect. It's They're basically shopping. like Sunnydale. It's like Sunnydale crossed with like Newport Beach, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, with the little Santa Barbara. Yes. And uh, there's a university there. So Sweet Valley High, the central characters are a pair of twins who are think they always say they're like a hundred pounds perfect size eight white uh white blonde hair white blonde hair blue eyes beautiful skin blue green eyes sorry blue green eyes Mm -hmm. perfect skin um named jessica and elizabeth wakefield Mm -hmm. jessica is a wild child Mm -hmm. and elizabeth is the more studious sister Mm -hmm. and they get into adventures i'm sorry that made it sound too playful they go through drama Mm mm-hmm and uh, we get to know everyone in their town, all of the other teenagers. Usually the consequences for everyone else in town are much more dire. Yes. So like, you know, people will get beat 
to death by their boyfriends. What? Or experience racism. Or date Bruce Patman. <sighs> that was a joke for the people who know. <laughs> that was a, it was a one percenter. That but, was a little, uh, that was a B-side. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's essentially like a teen soap in book form. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I loved these when I was a kid. And I was not a teenager when I was reading these. I was definitely preteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had this, I loved, I was a, a big reader. I loved to read. But I had this idea of like the economics of books. Mm-hmm. And essentially my mom's view, because my mom was buying all my books. I was not working for a living yeah. when I was, when I was uh, <laughs> eight years old, 10 years old. Uh, and so it was like, my mom would buy me a certain number of books. So at a certain point, I started looking at page numbers. You and want be, those thick ones. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to get thick books. Yeah. Thin books is not a good bet because it's not enough time. Mm-hmm. So that's when I discovered. So there was a certain point where I stopped reading the regular Sweet Valley Highs and only read sagas, magna editions, mm-hmm. the big mystery thrillers. Yes. Like, I loved those versions of, of <laughs> right? the books. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't 300 pages, I was not, it was not for me. I don't need one of these dinky 120 page books. Yeah. Especially when 10 pages of it is going to tell me relationships I already know. Yeah, yeah. everyone knows. Winston's the nerd. I don't need to re- pay for to read that. <laughs> um, and so the sw- the saga books were like, and these, this one's particularly, because it was the first in the series, was the first sort of romance novel I ever read. Yeah, they're very romantic. Yeah, because it's like historical and all of these things. And they're adults and they're talking about marriage and babies and all of these things that I hadn't really read books that dealt with adult themes that way. Yeah. Um, Okay. So this one is called The Wakefields of Sweet Valley. Yeah. Even though, again, very limited Wakefields in it. It's about Jessica and Elizabeth's maternal bloodline. Yeah. So we start with their great, great grandmother, I believe. Oh, we have a family tree. <laughs> Which, as we were walking into the studio, I realized was in there and would have been so helpful to me to read this <laughs> book because I was like, who? Uh, yeah. Parents. And then, wait. Yeah, it's great-great-grandmother. Okay. So Alice. Yes, Alice. Her great-great-grandmother, their great-great-grandmother, who came to America on a boat from Sweden mm-hmm. and met a uh, dashing man named Wakefield and very quickly, like, Within 20 okay. pages. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, because I did not, I've never read this book. Yeah. I was like, where can they possibly go from here? I was like, we are zero to 60. Yep. She, in the first scene of the book, Alice is looking out across the sea, <laughs> being sad. Her parents are both dead. She's from Sweden. Her parents are dead, but she has like plans to meet up with family in the new world in America. And she sees a little kid go over. Yeah. So Alice Larson in her dress. Mm-hmm jumps off the ship yeah she's like she's like i have to save this child this random child but it's not clear that i'm actually that great of a swimmer no it's not clear that i think i'm better suited to save this child than anyone else i just know because i'm such a good person that i should save this child or she's suicidal like there no she's sad yeah i feel like it's possible that the legacy the wakefield the legacy of these women is that they are little all of them are little oh yeah there's a lot of like intense self-destructive behavior uh-huh. a lot yeah <laughs> i'm thinking of my girl uh oh, yeah let's look at these names because also the names are amazing oh jessamine is a great okay name. jessamine is a mess okay also uh amanda who just gives up on life when all she has yes. to do is find her love of her life and talk to him i okay 
as I was reading this book, so I, like we're like past, past, past her really because it goes yeah. through chronologically this right every generation there is a love story, a tragic loss, something because the other thing and we didn't get into this with Alice. So Alice jumps over the board overboard to save a big kid. She doesn't save she, the kid gets saved, but it's not her. Some guy jumps in to save her, saving the kid. Mm-hmm. That guy is, I think his name is Ned Wakefield. No, it's not Ned. Theo. Theo Wakefield. Thank you. Yeah. And she, they instantly fall in love. They get pulled apart by Ellis Island. Okay, because he's carrying typhus or something. He's yeah, he's got, got, he's got whatever disease. So in every generation, there is a love affair. There's tragedy. Then there's another generation born. And in most of the generations, there's also some dude with the last name Wakefield who shows up, falls in love with one of them, and then leaves. And then leaves. <laughs> now, what I don't know if you know, Kelly, there's another book called Wakefield Saga that goes through the man generations. Oh, man. So you so get, we to get to see, see Theo. And then his son. And then every time, so they're like, God, there's something about this girl. I feel like I know her. Well, yeah, because like, they do. No, it's because your dad fucked some Wakefield they, lady. Okay, none they don't of them, fuck. They don't have sex. They don't fuck. They hold hands and kiss sweetly. They keep it very, they keep it so it's not creepy at all that in the end, Alice Robertson and Ned Wakefield get together. Yeah, there's no, it's like, it's it's very clear that it's like a faded thing yes. rather than a like, were you like with my grandma? Yeah, no, you know? it's not creepy. It's not. Um, Theo saves Alice. Theo saves Alice, and then they immediately are in love. And even though it's the 19th century, and like you, there's really rules yeah. about this, but they're just having like, they're acting like it's the part of Titanic where you can have sex everywhere. Yeah. But it's not. It's like the part of Titanic where you're on the boat and there's rules. Yeah. Like, but he's breaking lose, all the rules. They're just being, they're just, they're being very forward. They're, they're openly courting. Um, does he propose to her? I f- yes, he does. <laughs> it's too no. much. It's so, it's so crazy. Like, so he, yeah, they, he, he's like, we should have a romantic dinner. So let's cut everybody in line. You look yeah. so beautiful. Everyone's going to love that you were cutting in line. And what's the worst part of it? They do. Everyone does. Yeah. Love it. Everyone loves and, it. And that's part of what's awful about the Sweet Valley books is the twins are the worst. Yeah. Like, you have the uptight, judgmental, priggish one, Elizabeth, who is the worst. She's so mean. Like, she's judgmental and cruel. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, the wild child who doesn't, who's so selfish. They're both the worst. Yeah, they're pretty bad. But and the everyone whole loves world them. thinks they're the best. It's so crazy. They're so beautiful. They're just so beautiful. They're just I think so beautiful. That tends to be, like, a thread common throughout this is that, like, Everyone's acting terrible, but they're mm-hmm. so beautiful. They're so beautiful. So like, and did you ever think we could have kids so beautiful? <laughs> it's so. <laughs> I, I think I'm just like permanently scarred by flowers in the attic. But they seem like they could be flowers in the attic doll children because they're so beautiful and blonde. I think it's hard because they were never trapped. Now I will say that in one of the uh, mega thrillers, and mm-hmm. if if you ever have me back, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, we can keep revisiting Sweet Valley, man. <laughs> um. There is one where there's a crazy twin who looks just like them, but is crazy. And Wait, actually, so is it a triplet? I don't remember what the review is. <laughs> I don't think she's actually a triplet. I think maybe we find out that she's like one of, she's like a, I think she turns a out cousin. to be a cousin. Like but she either, looks like them. Though. Yeah, she's either like Nancy or Laura's kid. Okay. Um, But so there is like a what if Jessica and Elizabeth went evil oh thing. I think it's called The Other Sister or something. Like because that movie? 
<laughs> no, it, well, no, because that movie's With, uh, nice. Who's who's in that movie? Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis and uh, the one, the Rabisi. man. Rabisi. Yeah, Giovanni Rabisi. Giovanni. Giovanni. Giovanni Rabisi. Um, uh, yeah. So there's a there's they're all beautiful. They're all be- all they of these all women are beautiful. Li- they all love. They all lose. Some of them die untimely. A lot of them give up real fast. So like Alice Instantly. gives up. I feel worse. I think for Alice. There's a lot out of her control because it's like so far in the past. They don't have And phones. she doesn't speak English. She doesn't speak well. English. She's instantly like taken away to go live in Minnesota. Yeah. With her family because she has no money, is in a new place, doesn't know the language, only knows these other people who outnumber her. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has to defer to them because they're her elders. And it's yeah. just like that time where you respect your elders and stuff. And again, this happens in like 20 pages. It's so fast. <laughs> Like, I, like, because I didn't know that there would not be another Wakefield yeah. for so long, I was like, I don't know how, like, we're, our, like, everything's done. Every, <laughs> like, everything's happened. But so she, like, ends up meeting a nice farmer who makes her laugh. Yes. There's a lot of jo- settling in this book. George. George Johnson. Solid Minnesota farmer. Yeah. There's so much settling that goes there's on. There's so book. much it's settling. It's so sad. Like, there's a lot of, like, mm, her heart healed. And then she, like, did, realized she could love again, but in a different way. Yep. And she, and I think it's also, like, and it's her job to have babies because she's mm-hmm. a woman. There's a lot of, like, planning for having babies. Thank God I had babies. Thank God the babies are having babies. Everyone really wants babies in this yeah, book. Yeah, it's a baby kind of book. <laughs> it should have ended with Elizabeth and Jessica giving birth. <laughs> I guess it ends with them being born. So it's almost as good. <laughs> so then after we see everything that happens with Alice. Okay, this is when shit gets weird. Okay, so the first is just almost like just a, a ro- short story that, you know, a 12-year-old would write. A romantic yeah. short story her that, diary. A, that a kid would write. Mm-hmm. Then, and this is, I think this part is weird. So Alice gets married to George and she has three children. Named. Steven. Elizabeth. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. And Jessamine. Jessamine. Now, in the current, in Sweet Valley High, the siblings are named Stephen, Jessica, and Elizabeth. I don't know. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why? Because it's, I mean, and Steve, little Stephen is born, dies like immediately. Instantly. He's got scarlet <laughs> fever. He's gone. He's gone. We so, don't have to worry about him. So I guess we're supposed to think that current Stephen, like new Stephen is named after his great, great, grand or great. Why would great you? uncle, a great uncle. Okay, I almost sounded insane. I was gonna be like, "Why would you <laughs> name someone in a family born after someone who died?" Like, why would like with no legacy? Right. It would like make why sense. would you waste a naming someone after on a baby? I think if if you if if I had a baby brother who died, then that then I had a baby. I could see doing it. But yeah, 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 yeah. Four generations later, that's there's it's so far removed. You're so far removed. It's and like, like why? And, the only people who probably would smile and be happy about that are like Alice and George, Elizabeth or Jessamine. And all of them are dead. All of them are dead. So like they don't care. And also Jessamine. Like, Jessamine. Should we Google it? Because I don't think there's going to be any hits. You know what's crazy? Do you know a Jessamine? No. I was, I forgot what it was. And I almost texted you, but I don't know. Something somewhere said the name Jessamine. <gasps> and I was like. I have because I thought that was a fake fucking name. It sounds so fake. It sounds like uh, a name from Twilight. That was the other thing. These, these, this book reminded me of reading Twilight. Okay, Jessamine Stanley, Jessamine Duke. All right. My name is Jessamine. 
All right. It's a much more common name than I thought. Oh, you know what? Actually, I follow Jessamine. My name is Jessamine on Instagram. You do? Yeah, she's great. She's a uh, yoga person. She's yoga and she's just like a bigger girl. Uh-huh. And she does like badass things. And oh, she's I've just seen like, her. Yeah. And she's like, I don't. Yeah. People, people love her on Tumblr. Yeah. Or at least the people I follow on Tumblr. <laughs> My part of Tumblr is fan. Yeah. No. And she's really good about just being like, yeah, b- doing yoga is not about being skinny. Yeah. Totally. Like it's not a diet. No way. Which is it's just. Yeah. So now I'm super embarrassed. Yeah. Sorry, Jessamine. Jessamine, I love you. Like come on this podcast. Lindsay and Kelly would love it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it is. And it's also crazy, too, mm-hmm. to like name two of your kids the exact name uh-huh. and to name one a different name. Yes. Yeah. No, because it's like, why? Because as we've learned, uh-huh. Jessamine is a real name. Why not name her Jessamine? I don't know. Why? It's also weird when your name is the same as the great grandma. <laughs> your <Yeah>. name. <laughs> You're building the same family. She's just she's just continuing history. Yeah, like she's one weird. of those kids is gonna untimely die. Um, what's interesting, I don't know if any of them untimely die. Um Steven mm-hmm. Wakefield. Think, Wakefield. I think he ends up going by Steve. Steven Wakefield does uh Is he bad? No, but I think he gets in a he gets shot at one point, and I think is he gets hurt a lot. Like if somebody is if there's going to be like and again I read mostly the thriller editions because mm-hmm. I read the thick ones. Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to like maybe die, like you're like worried they're going to die, it's going to be him. It's going to be Steven. because like of course Jessica and Elizabeth are going to live. What are you? Yeah, stop dumb. messing with me. Uh, so is Stephen Wakefield? It I can't remember. Oh, he's older than that. He's older. That's right. Because he's like identical twins. Oh my god! That's I hate so dumb. written baby speak. I hate that when people write baby speak in books. Well, and it doesn't make any sense because <laughs> the, <laughs> both it's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Your point is absolutely valued. Mm. It's like so it's it's hard to read and stupid. But also, if he understands the concept of identical twins, why is he surprised that his siblings look the same? Also, How do you say, "Oh, they look the same," and then you say identical twins when no one said identical back? To, yeah. What are you repeating? Yeah, you're, you're just, not. What, he's just trying to sound smart. So he's already an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Stephen White Wakefield. He was also like, there was a, he wasn't like really responding correctly either because they were yeah. like, they look exactly the same except one has a mole on her shoulder. Do you know what that means? And he's like identical twins. I'm like, that's not what that means. <laughs> it means that one has a mole on her shoulder. And yeah, and that mole would come up and you know. Of course. Like to tell them li- apart. Right. But they would all, they switched a lot. I could see that. Especially because Jessica <gasps> was pushy. We've got to talk about some of these other switcheroos that happened. <laughs> I, I was shocked that like these were our heroes a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe that I'm supposed to feel for this person like this. Per- yeah. She's being so terrible to her sister. And to I her. think that the two Alice's are okay. Yeah, they're good. Though the younger Alice, like, she does by younger. Do you she, mean the one the sixties uh, Alice? Yeah, she's she stays with uh, the jerk boyfriend too, too long. long. Like she lets that go, but like she's not an evil person. She's not a bad person. So those two Alices are okay. Every all the other women in this are awful. Yeah, even like even we're supposed to love like Marjorie, and oh yeah, I, I mean Marjorie. yeah, it's great to do the friends resistance, but like you. As soon as your boyfriend dies, you're like, I'm out. I don't want to be in the resistance anymore. Uh, Hey, yeah, Sophie, why don't you go die? It was, and also like the, okay, I feel like we're getting, 
Okay, I'm going to start getting really we, obsessed with Marjorie. Do we want to go chronological? Yeah, let's, okay, let's so talk about we haven't. You know Jesus. what word we haven't used yet, which what? is crazy? Because it's the first really crazy thing I think that happens. For Someone oh. joins the circus oh, in his book. <laughs> Someone <laughs> joins the circus and goes so they can ride bareback. <laughs> okay. I had some... And I, and I get that this book, you know, was written a little while ago. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple of, like, tricky ways to handle... The term bareback? No. Oh. Like, like tricky ways to handle, like, um, like the Native American character. Mm-hmm. And then also, what wasn't there a black character? Yeah, there was for them. There, he used to be a slave, and he, like, wisely gives oh, advice yeah. to, I think, Elizabeth. <laughs> I was like... And there was it, it yeah just the people being, of, of color are only there to help the nice little white girls yeah and and Elizabeth's like hmm I guess you're right and then like it's just like all right like <laughs> later like later I'm gonna go do my thing now um so yeah Jessamine is like a wild girl that loves to just ride horses all the time yeah she's not happy to just stay on her father's farm forever yeah and she's kind of like really snotty about mm-hmm. this town that they live in yes and Elizabeth is happy to just keep peeling apples and corn husking all day yeah, long. she's got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She's living a good life. And one day, Jessamine's like, goodbye. Yeah. Oh, and oh, Jessamine loves the circus and will like go hide at the circus sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, because the circus comes to the town for like three days. Jessamine <laughs> goes hang, hide there. Um, And Alice hears talk of a Wakefield man. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. So they're like, they're at the circus. The whole family's at this fucking circus. And this is, I think we get to see them kind of throughout when they're children and then when yes. they're older. So the first time we see them, they're like eight or something. Yeah. And Jessamine, of course, is like goes off and just gets lost yes. at this fucking circus. And so Elizabeth and Alice and George are like walking around. Mm-hmm. And some someone says like yes. the fantastic Theo or something like that. Yes. Right? What is What is he called? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, wow. Already. Alice's chapter's so short. I know. It's so, like... Okay, here we go. She, yeah, she gets, like, a Theo W. Yes. So, they're, like... Someone's, like, oh, uh, that little girl, she went, like, over to that bareback rider lady. Yes. And so then they find Jessamine, who's, like brushing a horse <laughs> and she's like i had the greatest day i did this and that and i met theo w and he's really great with horses and the mom's like i'm sorry who <laughs> theo with a w <laughs> what, what, the- what, what, what it's like what are the odds <laughs> and i think theo is not that common a name and i guess w and he was magnificent on that boat so <laughs> she's like so then she gets like a thousand yard stare yeah and the husband's like huh yeah, <laughs> I'm a farmer. Yeah, he's like, I tell good jokes. <laughs> you love me because I'm gentle. No. Oh. And then so she, she tries to find him, but she isn't unable. Like she kind of tries a little. She like run. So first she's like wandering all around. She's like in a yeah. in a in a tizzy. She's like yeah. wandering all around this town. This is like the 1800s, by the way. So she's like <laughs> she's like wandering around like the set of Westworld, just like. Ugh. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I have to go. Oh no, she sneaks out from her family. Yeah. Oh my God. It's at night. She's like, the kids are asleep. And yeah. She's she like, waits till everyone's asleep and sneaks out to go find <laughs> Theo W. But the circus is already gone. Everything's gone. And she doesn't even realize until she's like in the middle. Yeah. She's, she gets she gets really far. I 
And again, in the companion book, I believe he gets a glimpse of her and he tries to find her and then doesn't find her. Like maybe he even goes to her house when she's out, whatever. It's the... So many missed opportunities. So many missed... It's like all about soulmates. Yeah. Um, But then Jessamine and Elizabeth get older. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth starts dating Tom Wilkins. (laughs) And Jessamine runs off with the circus. Oh, first she trains with uh, a woman... I'm sorry, a man named Blue Cloud. Right. This is her Native American friend. Yes. So Blue Cloud is very, very old. Jessamine thought he was like a great ancient tree that had been growing almost forever and would always be there for her. Do you know what that means? It means that she, it means that he's going to die. Yeah. That's what that means. When I read that, I was like, he's going to die in like five pages. Yep. Maybe he dies and therefore Jessamine joins the circus. So she's like, Jessamine's like, but it's not even that because he doesn't die. And then she goes and tries. Oh, to you're right. She's like, um, she's in the goodbye, circus. everyone. And leaves. She just leaves. And she's, oh, yeah. And she's got like these clothes that she stole from her dad <laughs> to try to look like yeah. a boy. I don't know why she's trying to look like a boy. No one cares. No one cares. And honestly, in the circus, they want you to look like a girl. Yeah. Because you're going to do your back bareback riding. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do so that. She's wearing these like baggy fucking clothes that she's tying the waist together with like a rope. But she's got her little lady boots on. <laughs> I really want to see this as a movie. <laughs> she looks so stupid. She's got her stupid like newsboy cap yep. on. She's like, gotta go, guys. <laughs> I gotta go hang out with the tough boys. <laughs> so she leaves and no one knows, notices. Not- I mean, Elizabeth misses her. No, I mean instantly. Like when she's oh. leaving, she just like looks at the window and she's like, mm, bye. And mm. they don't even. Yeah, they don't get it. They don't know. They don't get it. So she's gone. And then, I, I mean, okay, maybe things were a different time in the 1800s and people were always picking up and leaving and you grew up faster. <laughs> but th- I felt like the mom and dad were like, well, that's that. Like she's found her way. She's just going to go live in the circus. I Aren't think, they like 16? I think they are like 16, but they would either that or she'd get married. So she's not going to get married. So she's just going to go in the circus. Yeah. And Elizabeth is on her way to I mean, being and remember, married. Alice's parents were dead. And That's then true. she got on a boat to That's a true. whole new place. Like, I that, and that, that is something that the dad yeah. says to the mom. Or the mom says to the dad, someone. I mean, I do think they think about they're going to see Jessamine again. She'll roll her way back into town. Yeah. Once the circus comes back. Uh, but then Blue Cloud gets sick. Yeah, he gets does sick. he die? I mean, he, I know he does eventually. I just can't remember the sequence of events. He gets sick. And, and so he's really sick. And this is another thing, too. Like, so the doctor comes to the house. Okay. Oh, meanwhile, this whole time that J- Jessamine's been off riding horses in the circus. Yeah. Elizabeth is like, I guess I'm going to have to take on some of the qualities of my twin while she's gone so that I can fill the vacuum because I'm very lonely. And she's so sad. And I felt really bad for her. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, feeling that emptiness and all that. So she's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go visit Blue Cloud. Yeah. So she goes. And he teaches her how to ride a horse. Right. To bareback ride. And so she starts to kind of learn how to bareback ride. And so they become close this whole time. Mm -hmm. And then Blue Cloud falls ill. The doctor comes to tell Elizabeth. And Elizabeth's like, I better get Jessamine. Yeah. Now, I know that circuses don't travel that fast. But I thought her plan to be like, I'm just going to go look for her was like so bold. It is bold. But I think that's. There's not a lot to admire about 
these characters. <laughs> but I think that is something to admire about her. That she like knew kind of where, oh, and oh, twin tuition too was happening. They have twin tuition. Plus the idea of like, Jessica needs this. So yeah. I'm going to do it. Like there's something to that versus like, I think if it was me, I would think a lot longer. She sprung into action. She just did it. Yeah. And she I was- mean, she had some consequences. <laughs> oh my God. I was really thinking about their storyline a lot yeah. today. And I was like, is this a morality tale? I don't like, know. Just like be yourself. <laughs> don't be something you're not. <laughs> I guess. This was really sad. Yeah. It is really sad. So Elizabeth uh-huh. catches up with Jessamine yes. at the circus. And it's like, hey, Blue Cloud is sick. But first, let me see you do your routine. Yeah. And she's very proud of her because uh-huh. it's an odd. Dude, she was doing some crazy shit. Yeah. No, Jessamine made the right call going to the circus. That was a place for her to shine. Like, that was where she could be her best, yes. Jessamine. You don't think it was during the earthquake? Jessamine. Wait, doesn't Jessica? Yeah, Jessamine. No, Jessamine's not. <gasps> That's still Jessamine. What? Yeah, oh, I know. It feels like two different stories. So many different people. I know, I know. Okay, because in order for Jessamine to become that Jessamine, something has to happen. Yeah. And the thing that happened <laughs> is that Elizabeth dies. Shockingly. It's ve- it's very sudden. It's so sudden. You're not And it's so it. just like, boom, it's done. Yeah, like, okay. I'm going to see if I can find it because I feel like it goes from, oh, yeah, hi, I'm Elizabeth, and then I'm dead. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like, remember me, your sister? Hey, can I ride that horse? You can't ride a horse. Yes, I can. I, I've been being like you since you've been gone. Oh, my gosh, you're right. You're so good at riding the horse. Oh, no. And then she's thrown off. Right, and then we go to the future. Okay, so that's what it is. So the it's funeral. Like, yeah, side so by it's side like, funeral. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I am your identical twin, Jess. Elizabeth called back. Boy, this is fun. Oh, her last words are, boy, this is fun. Oh, my God. No, these are her last words. Um, I feel like I'm flying, Elizabeth shouted, her words trailing behind her. Faster she circled, faster, faster, and then Jessamine saw her slipping. Elizabeth, slow down. But Goldilocks' hooves, that's a, ho- that's a horse, uh, <laughs> beat the dirt floor of the circus ring at a f- furious pace. Elizabeth's arm flailed out, groping for something to grab onto. Jessamine bolted out of the ring. It must have been her sudden movement. Oh, it's Jessamine's fault. Goldilocks whipped around toward Jessamine in an abrupt and lethal change of direction. Jessamine screamed as Elizabeth was flung from the horse's back. So you go from... A moment of joy and connection between sisters. To one to, causing the other one's death. Yeah. That's part of so, why she goes to San Francisco and not home. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we cut to funeral. Cut to funeral. It felt like a movie. Double funeral. Was, for, yeah. For Blue Cloud, Blue Cloud. And, <laughs> and Elizabeth. Which I'm not sure if either of them really wanted that. I mean, <laughs> they did. They were friends. Yeah. But... I don't want to have a side-by-side funeral with everybody I'm friends with. Side-by-side double funeral. Um, yeah, I don't like the, know. The type of closeness that they had. I'm trying I to... think if you didn't die in the same event, you shouldn't have a side-by-side funeral. Because it's so different. I think if you died in a car accident together. Fine. Or you died in a school shooting. Ooh. We can believe that, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you died in a boop. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Uh, if it was like a mass casualty event. But, like, you're right. If one person gets it's so pneumonia annoyed. and another person jumps off a plane. <laughs> the two leading causes of death in yeah. America. <laughs> pneumonia and falling off a plane. I, I was just on that plane. And I fell right out. <laughs> I saw Tom Cruise do it. 
He stood on he the plane. Stood. So I did it. Splat. He's pretty crazy with those stunts. He's he's like manically trying to avoid his <laughs> like aging. It. That was funny. He's crazy doing stunts. He's manically. <laughs> <laughs> doing uh, I didn't think about that. Um, but no, it's true. It's true. It's true. So, uh, so yeah. So Jessamine. <laughs> so she. She, she's like, this funeral is too sad. So she pops out. She's like, I'm out of this funeral. I'm going to go to San Francisco in 1900. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, students, do we know anything that happens? I remember when I saw or- that, I was like, so we got like four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before anything happens. <laughs> she gets to town. She moves into a big fancy hotel right downtown San Francisco. She's like, I was like, is she like a mama? Like this woman, like the way that she's like entertaining all these men and yeah. like I wonder if like if there were like an adult She's, analog yeah it would would yeah would she be like a, a mom at a boudoir or something I think possibly I think that women as beautiful as Jessica and Elizabeth <laughs> can they're I think I think that it's implied that they're sort of sugar babies yeah definitely like, I think that's a lot of it like I think well certainly with the guy I, in the 60s yeah the guy in the 60s Jessamine and and um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Samantha, uh, the flapper. Oh my god! Before she meets the love of her life, who she doesn't really like that much, and she gets so mad and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> like all of them, kind of rely on the kindness of men to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. So she's living the high life in San Francisco. She's kind of got two main boyfriends. Yeah. Well, One, so first she's like, first she's dating Taylor. Yeah, and Taylor's she's like, sweet. She's like, he's sweet. That's all fine. He's he very her. handsome and he likes me. And then he asked her to marry him and he's like, just think about it. And she's like, you know that I am just a leaf in the wind. And he's like, just think about it. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm like a car guy. I sell cars. Meet my racer, this little fucking turd. What is yeah. his name? His name's Bruce something, I think. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that track. What's, this guy's name? <laughs> What's his last like, name? Bruce Best Boy. Well, because there's a Bruce in Sweet Valley High. Oh, right. right. I just pulled open Bruce from Barber. Bruce. Bruce Farber. Uh, no, Bruce Farber. But it's funny because there's a like a a Bruce who like thinks he's hot shit mm. in Sweet Valley High. I'm sure. So, I'm sure that was intentional then. Um, yeah. So I think it is intentional. I think they chose that name to make you think of the other mm-hmm. Bruce. Um so yeah, so Jess Jessamine's kind of stringing both of these men along. She is not yeah. really unlike some of the other sisters who, when their sister died, changed their lives mm-hmm. in some meaningful way. Not this one. I'm just sensitive my pants. Do you need to take care of it? No, no, no. It's one of those things where, um, like, it might be popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what might be popcorn? In your pants? You just found something in your pants? No, 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 no. I. <laughs> My pants are uncomfortable when I'm sitting. So Do you want to unbutton them? I did. I unbuttoned and I unzipped them. Oh, geez, Louise. My shirt's long. This is why you wear <laughs> joggers. This is why I always wear... Anytime I have to sit for too long, I'm you, you know me. I'm always yeah. in a legging. I'm always in a jogger. I'm always in a workout pant. Yeah, I don't know what you were I'm thinking corduroys. Tonight. What am I doing? I saw you in them and I was like, does she have a date tonight? What the... What is happening? What the fuck? What the fuck? Are you going to after hours drinks after our show? Because I'm in leggings and they're comfortable. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. It's okay. Anyway. No, you looked really cute. Thanks. Um. So, yeah. So, Jessamine is living. It's the turn of the century. She's living in San Francisco. Oh, everything. Things are looking great. Things are great. She's got 
two men on the on the string. She's oh. stringing them on so much. Like, yeah. well, particularly Taylor, I'd say. Well, yeah, because Bruce kind of knows the score. And yeah, and Bruce plays the game too. Yeah. So she's like, I felt, I felt like I felt bad for Taylor, but also I was like, Taylor, respect yourself. But she's so beautiful, he cannot be with her. Yes, and he loves her. So Taylor's like the sweet, reliable, handsome car guy. Bruce is a race car driver. He's yeah. uh, he's like dangerously handsome. He he know he's like he drinks and he yeah yeah like yeah does bad stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she's like, who do I choose? I am so magnetically drawn to both of them. Oh no, he's she's magnetically drawn to Bruce. Yeah, but she cares very she cares, much yeah. for. Uh, but she doesn't want to give either of them up. No. Luckily, um, something helps her pick. An earthquake. <laughs> the biggest earthquake. <laughs> the biggest earthquake in like modern history <laughs> that like it decimates. Just when she needs it. So she's like having like this sweet little romance picnic with yes. Bruce. And he's like, listen, I want you so bad that I need you to get rid of Taylor. Like, which is a bold move for yeah. Bruce. He has not been saying these kinds no. of things until this point. Because he's usually just been like, say lovey. Yeah. But he's like, I want to be with you and only you. Or he's like, I want you to only be with me. And she's like, yeah, but are you going to like not be with those girls anymore? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, okay, fine. Great. And they're like, kiss, kiss, kiss. And then they fall asleep on their blanket. Mm-hmm. And wake up to like. <laughs> A hellscape. <laughs> hellscape. I can't even. Like, <laughs> even nightmare. though I know we may live it in our lifetime because mm-hmm. we live in California and all this. But when I think of that, especially because tech, like the architecture wasn't ready. They didn't, no one was no, ready for this. Yeah. Like, it, it's just the earth opening up mm-hmm. and shaking. Like, yeah. She, she sees the earth split in yep. front of her, which is horrifying. That's I mean, horrifying. That's, like a, that's like a sinkhole yes. situation. It's very scary. Um. And so, that was one of the things I remembered the, the most of this book was like, and I, again, every section of this book I thought was longer in my memory. I was like, this is just, it's a saga. And then, and yeah. then there's a whole part with it. And I was like, this is like 20 minutes of reading. Yeah. Like it's. I, I actually freaked out a little bit today because when we were talking about how much mm-hmm. we had left, I thought I only had like 50 pages left. I yeah. had like a hundred pages left. Oh man. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try and read this really fast. Yeah. But then, like, I sat down and, like, blinked and it was done. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> no. It's a very quick read. It's a very quick read. Especially because at this point, we've both read a lot of fiction. Yeah. So, like, at this point, I've, it's not, there's no phrase in this that I have not read before. Yeah. This order of sentences, sure, is new. Yeah. But it's but all, I, it's not very challenging. I would say there were unexpected plot twists for me. Oh, sure. <laughs> there were some, oh. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So, luckily... Bruce shows his true colors. Yeah. Making it so much easier for Jessica to, Jessamine to decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They run, well, Jessamine is like, she's such a badass. Yeah. Well, so at first she's like, oh my God. Her first thought is, Taylor, he could be like in my hotel. Like yeah. all of that, like people could be not safe. So she's like, we got to go in there. And Bruce is like, why would you want to do that? Like, let's just be out here. Let's just be safe. And she's like, if you want me, we, you wouldn't need to come with yeah. me. Yeah. And we're going to go in there and try and save some people. So they go in and everyone has been evacuated from her. Taylor's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Everyone's been evacuated from her her hotel except for this like elderly woman who's like pinned. Yeah. It was really sad. Scary. Scary and sad. And then so she's like. And she can't do it by herself. She can't get the lady by herself. No, she can't. So she's like, Bruce, you have to help. 
Yeah. And we're just like, fine. Stupid Bruce. Yeah, stupid Bruce. So he goes in and he's like, it's not working. And then who shows up? Taylor. Taylor. And he saves the old lady. He helps save Bruce too, right? Like that's something- Well, so here, yeah, this is the drammy rammies. So <laughs> Taylor comes in and he's like, all right, let's work together. We'll lift. And they lift. And then something else collapses and Taylor's trapped. And Bruce is like, all right, peace. And just leaves. And then Bruce gets trapped. Yep. Taylor gets out, goes back for Bruce. Of course he does. Saves Bruce. What a champ. And so Jessamine's like, the answer is clear. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to think about this one yeah. anymore. And she, and I did love when she's like, I liked that he kind of was like not wanting to hear what she had to say at yeah. first. Like he was like, you know what? I want you to be happy. Like you chose Bruce. Yeah. You're with Bruce. Just be with him. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, no. And he's like, nah. And she's like, but I love you. And he's like, wait, hold up. What? Hold up. Um, We want to say that one more time. Am he's I like, good here? A little bit louder. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, fine. I love you. I'm going to have babies with you. And they don't. They do. They have three babies. <laughs> three babies. Harry, Amanda, and Samantha. Another set of twins. Another set of twins with a boy. With an older boy. This time the boy lives. <laughs> he lives. The boy lives. The boy who lives. Um, so Harry's older and he's in college. Yes. Well, oh, wait, don't we first, open we, first? We see them as kids. Okay, yeah. And they're talking about... Samantha wants to be a movie star uh-huh. and Amanda wants to be a writer uh-huh. and Samantha wants to be a, th- a theta bara type, like a vamp. And Amanda wants to write about steadfast women who stand by their man. <laughs> so yeah. things are set in stone pretty early we for these two. what's going to go on. We get it. So then fast forward to them as teenagers. Harry's in college. Amanda and Sam are in high school. Sam is like living the flapper life. She's so aggressive <laughs> with being a flapper. She's like, I got all the jive talk. Yeah. She's like, now listen, uh, this is the bee's knees and that's the cat's pajamas and blah, 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 blah. And it like, it's all, it's a lot. She's frankly a little embarrassing. It's like Phil Dumphy levels. Who's Phil Dumphy? Uh, the dad from Modern Family. Yes. Like just trying so hard. It's and you're just like so much. Settle. Yes. It. Settle. It's like just be a little bit of you. Mm-hmm. Or even like she gets her haircut and then she's like, Amanda, you have to get your haircut too so we can switch places. And it's like, okay. It's like live your life, girl. Yeah. Also, like, mm, try not to show all your cards. <laughs> like, I know what you're going <laughs> to fucking do. So she, and like, uh, Amanda's and, like, oh, but I like my long hair. I don't want Yeah. It. And she's like, and I'm a nice football player. He's a running back. There's their, it's the 20s they're living the life <laughs> and then we like fast forward to Amanda's like I have a fresh bob oh yeah Amanda's like maybe I will experiment with being a young woman yeah so she cuts her hair so now, she, and she's feeling a little bit more daring she is and now they have the same haircut now they have the same haircut and um, and Amanda's still with that football player boyfriend but she's kind of she's more excited and they get a letter from their brother Okay, I have a lot to say about this letter. Tell me. Harry is in love with Ted. With Ted. Yeah. Like, so hard. Yep. Like, I think the true love story here is the love story between, or I guess it's unrequited for Ted. Or maybe maybe they had a secret relationship. But Yeah. It's, you're going to have to read Saga, the Wakefield Saga. Is there... Or sorry, the Wakefield Legacy. I, I want to know. Cause... I, I think I have it at my mom's house. Maybe I'll bring it back from Christmas. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because but no, you're right. He's the way he writes of his roommate 
is the way you write about the love of your life. He's like, he's so neat. He's so, he's a writer. He's a writer. He's so smart and so cool. And so, no, what did he say? He's like so polite and so smart. And then he takes you to the coolest club in town. He was insane. <laughs> like he, he was like, yes. like, you wouldn't expect such a clean cut looking guy to know all of the jazz bands. Like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. Settle what? down. And Calm. here's a picture of us. Okay. Yeah. That picture of us. I can't imagine. Like, I did, <laughs> Now I lived in a modern time where you didn't write letters or send pictures physically. But like, can you imagine sending your sister a picture of you and your college roommate? No. Like a, in the mail? In the mail. See, no, I would just no. do that for the person I was dating. So like, wait, you'd show a picture of you and your roommate? No, 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 no. If I was starting to date someone and I realized they were the love of my life. Oh, your boyfriend and you. Yeah. You'd send a picture of. Yes. To my sister. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. You don't. Not my roommate. Yeah. I think until my parents or anyone in my family physically meets a friend mm -hmm. or I guess social media changes things. But like, yeah, you don't. I don't describe physically my friends. No. To my family <laughs> at no. all. They don't know. Those are faces. They don't people. know what my friends. Like they're like they've heard about them. Yeah, sure. some of and sometimes they remember which name is which person. Yeah, sometimes they don't. It's cool, but like they don't. And it was a different time. But I mean, he's like waxing point. There was this guy. Yeah, there wasn't any cable TV, so maybe you like gave your parents what they could get. <laughs> like really hard up <laughs> for gave, like an audio visual. Yeah, component. There's like a cassette or they're mm -hmm. not cassettes. They don't have that. Oh, uh, like a phonograph. Yeah. Of the jazz um, that he plays. And yeah, he's so neat. <laughs> it's so, prohibition times. It's prohibition time. So everyone is in love with Ted. Everybody and, loves Ted. Um, but immediately Sam is like, Ted sounds like my kind of man. I'm going to be hungry. with him. I can't wait till he comes to visit and I'm going to eat him up with a spoon. And everyone in the family is like, yeah, probably. Yeah. No, like <laughs> uh, Amanda's like, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I mean, you you get everyone you want. Yeah, you're pretty cute. <laughs> um, and he does come to town, and for the first night, it's Sam does her magic. Yeah, I mean They're he's dancing. entranced. They're, They're dancing, partying, having such a good time. They're maybe drinking. It's very unclear whether or not he's really bringing drinking. sodas to them. They don't drink because there is a guy that does drink, and everybody hates him. Okay, but later she's like, "I'm drunk," and then Amanda's like, "Gives Sam a dirty look," and Sam's like, "On love," and it's like. Are you? Are you? Or is this? Were you just testing the waters and it didn't work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but somehow in witnessing Sam and Ted's moments together, Amanda finds herself smitten with her sister's beau. She's like, uh, he likes a little bit of what she likes, but he also likes a little bit of what I like. And he's so handsome. He's so handsome. He twinkles. His eyes, they twinkle. He's a Wakefield, right? He's a Wakefield. Yeah, that's right. And so she goes downstairs in the middle of the night where he's sleeping. Yeah. Because she just has to write about the moon. She says to write a poem about him and the moon. Her poem was pretty bad. All the, po okay. <laughs> the poem that he reads that makes him fall in love with her is so weak sauce. <laughs> okay, I'm it's find it. so lame. And he's like, that's really beautiful. He's like, as a literature guy myself and she's like embarrassed to show him oh here it is it's on page 148 oh god oh right his comments of it uh if you can if you want to read it you can but i'll do it if you want me to i think i did i did a reading so i feel like it's oh that's right okay i'll do it sheets of rain shimmering slicing through the sky 
splashing in silver streams at my feet, exploding in thunder. I soak in nature's embrace. He looked up from the last line and held her gaze for a long, silent moment. That's beautiful. I love the way you use all the S and sh sounds so you can really hear the rain. Which, by the way, like, I guess, are we supposed to think he read it out loud? Because the first time I read this, I didn't know that. I was like, I was like, no, he's reading it to himself because she's like, I'm so shy to read this out loud to you, but here I wrote it last summer. No, but here's the thing. Amanda's heart pounded as she, she watched him read the poem. poem. And so he read that to himself and then said the thing about the S and shush sounds. Yeah. So maybe he was just reading it like really loudly in his head. He's like, That's a weird compliment to something you read with your eyes. I, yeah. Okay, wait, you didn't finish. As he handed Amanda's notebook back, his hand grazed hers. She felt an electric tingle go through her. I knew it, Ted said. I could just tell by being with you tonight that you have a poet's soul. <laughs> Oh my God, Ted Wakefield, what are you doing? Ted Wakefield is a mess. He's a but mess. she eats it up with a spoon. Oh, she, she loves it. She's like, of course I fucking am. Oh my God. Yes. And, they, and they're and they like, from that night, they're in love. They're in love. They kiss. They kiss. The gentlest least, kiss. I think they have a couple kisses. I think they- There's a kiss that lasts longer than any kiss on record. <laughs> that's another kiss that comes down the line. But I think this is a series of kisses because later she's remembering the kisses. Yeah, and she comes to his room sometimes and they kiss on his bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he leaves and she's sad. But oh, all of this is clandestine because they don't yes. want to tell S- Sam yeah. about it. Which I get. Because they're afraid that Sam will be hurt because yes. she had had her sights set. Well, here's another thing too. They're like enabling her to have this like selfish mentality. Yep. Because it's like, no, it just didn't work out. Yep. Like you didn't get to put your stamp on a person that wasn't interested in you. Mm-hmm. But it's also Ted is such a wimp about it. He is. Because there's no reason that before he left town, he couldn't have said to Sam, like, you're a great girl. I don't think it's going to work out between us. I hope there's no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish you all the best. Because he I, had to have been reading her signals before. Oh, yeah. Until he until he sat with Amanda, like, I feel like he was feeling Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have let her. And honestly, if he wasn't, he should have known enough to let her down easy. Yeah. So, like, he really dropped the ball. And then later is like, Mandy, you better tell your sister. And it's like, okay, well, buddy, like, it's why not is a it vacuum. her duty to tell? Yeah, like at this at this point, yeah, but you you could have you yeah. could have let Sam know you weren't interested. This part of the book was like a horror book to me. The things that happen, yes, that Samantha does because it's a series of horrible things. Because so first she finds out. That's first. Is she finds out that her sister has been having a secret love affair with the guy that she liked, not her mm-hmm. boyfriend, just the guy that she liked, mm-hmm. and she's pissed. She's pissed. She burns some of the letters. Uh, yeah. She. Oh, yeah. She. So she burns some of the letters. She. And bu- she finds out he's coming to town. That's right. And doesn't tell anyone. Doesn't tell anyone. So when he shows up, he looks like a doof. Yeah, he looks like he just showed up at his college roommate's family. Yeah. And the mom's like, I guess you can come in. Yeah, she's nice, but she's also like. Who was this guy again? Yeah. And so. <laughs> and then from upstairs, the brother's like, it's Ted. <laughs> My best friend. I um, wrote you about him. And then Sam's like, oh, but, oh, no, Amanda's at school. Oh, we haven't talked about how she sabotaged Amanda. No, yeah, She, like, a lot. made some man- Amanda wear some dumb clothes to school. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> she wants Amanda. 
She's so mean. She's so mean. She's, so, she's like, she looked like in her classic. I never thought she was like really stylish to begin with, but she's like wearing something pretty bad today. Okay, but in the same paragraph, it's like, I borrowed her best red dress from her closet. And then I made her wear really, and I was like, so you're wearing her, her clothes. clothes. What do you, yeah. Sam. She's, she's insane. She's, she's insane. Okay, so first she makes her sister wear bad clothes. Then she goes into the newspaper office. And remember, this is the 1920s. So the newspapers are all like set with little, um, what do you call those? Like little, they're all, it's all set type. Yeah. So for every sentence, you have to set each individual yeah. key. There's no backups. There's, there's no, no backups. nothing. There's, yeah. There's no words. <laughs> it's all, so she takes all of the typesets and throws them on the floor <laughs> so they fall everywhere. She just fucks everything up in this room. And then breaks the, she breaks the, the. Uh, the the ink things. Yeah. The things she, that hold the ink. She ruins everything. She ruins everything. So, like, there's no way that... They can't publish. They can't publish. She has, like... <laughs> she's committed, like, a a huge property crime. A huge crime! So, she, she's ruined, like, everything at the school. Oh, and my God. And she's like, that'll do it. Yeah. She goes back home. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, hey, Ted. Didn't know you'd be here. Oh, um, so, should... Oh, Amanda's still at school. Should we go pick her up? And then the mom's like, it's cool. Like, Amanda will come home. And then Ted's like, I don't mind. I'll go. Let's dumb, go. See dumb, Amanda. Dumb. And he lets Sam drive. That is the ultimate dumb. Yeah. And he's like, where are we going? Where are we going? Because she drives them to, like, make so out So, first point. of all, she's doing some, like, she's doing some, like, serial killer shit. She's, uh-huh. like, taking him out in the backwoods. And he's like, this is weird. And she's like, but isn't this nicer? Isn't this romantic? And then she starts macking on him. And yeah, he's like. she tries to have sex with him. Yeah. Essentially. And he's like, can you stop please like i don't want to hurt your feelings but like you're awesome you'll find someone Mm -hmm. but like i have feelings like i'm in love with your sister yeah and she's like what in love (laughs) (laughs) and she gets out of the car (laughs) she gets out and then she she walks home yes she stops and then amanda and then ted and amanda talk yeah so this is the last time they're good yeah so ted and amanda talk Amanda's upset. Amanda's mad at her sister. Yeah. Uh, Ted is getting nervous. <laughs> but he feels good about his relationship. He like they Ted and Amanda are good. Oh, also Amanda and Sam's share a bedroom and bed. Yeah. So in the middle of the night, Sam gets up. This part was so weird. She puts on her sister's stockings. Puts a run in them. Puts a run in them. So she like, takes them off. She's like, she uh. just like throws them off. She's like, what? Okay, why didn't you wear your own stockings? Just wear your own stockings. And why did you leave the ones with the run on them? Why did you make your sister do your laundry? <laughs> like this. Okay, so she leaves them and then she puts on an outfit that looks like her sister. It's the one that her sister was wearing yes, she, earlier that night. She puts on her sister's outfit, goes downstairs, and is like, Oh, first. first. Oh, shit. We she forgot. gets her crime connection. <laughs> she, so she knows yes. a nasty little, like, uh, alcohol runner. Yeah. He's like a speakeasy guy. Yeah. And he's gross. Yeah. He's like really gross. He's like sexually assaulting she everybody. Didn't, she didn't like him when he wasn't running alcohol. And now, yeah, she never liked, she always thought he was, he was too grimy for her. Yeah. But then she, and he, I guess they had gone on one date and it was bad. Yeah. And then she like goes to his like little speakeasy. Where he's surrounded by dudes. And she just like sits on him and kisses him and like says like, hey, like 
you know, this is for your own protection. Like, I got something you can. It was gross. It was gross. And she knew she was essentially prostituting herself. She totally knew. She was like, I'm going to do what it takes to get my man. Oh, so gross. So she makes a deal with the grossest guy in town. It's so disgusting. And then she goes home, pretends to go to bed. Yeah. Gets up, puts her on in the stocking, leaves the, the stocking, stocking. <laughs> puts, puts on the clothes. outfit, goes downstairs and is like, hey, Ted. Uh, First she makes out with him. Oh, we didn't. She makes out. We didn't talk about Ted has this friend named Earl. Oh, who's the a jazz, jazz man. man. <laughs> uh, Ted has a friend named Earl the Jazz Man. Earl the Jazz Man is uh, good at jazz. And somehow, oh, because Earl the Jazz Man was willing to give Ted exclusive interviews, Ted was able to make it through college because everyone pays for college with journalism. Mm-hmm. With exclusive hot tips. Also, this part I did not get when he's like, this is how I got Earl to get me exclusive interviews. And I was like, yeah, you know about this kid's past? And he's like, listen, my dad was in the circus. And then I'm not entirely sure what happened to him, but my mom and I, it was just us. Then there, no, there was money. He found gold. His dad found gold. Oh, shit. No, no, it's another generation. Oh. Are we going to find out? I think that they cross paths again in California. Because you remember how uh, Jessamine was living in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to cross pants with her before he strikes left. I'm sure. So, yeah. So, like, we have Theo, amazing Theo, and then they earn a bunch of money. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it's, you, there's another book. It's called Wakefield mm-hmm. Legacy. <laughs> you can get all of that. But it's a lot of backstory to, to put in that you don't need. Especially in this conference. Yeah, like. For and, and also, like, it doesn't make sense why... I don't even think there's a thing at the back of this book saying, like, look Check out. out. For, no, yeah, no, like, it's just, it's just like, all right, thanks, Francine Pascal. Yeah. There, yeah, and having that, it also, like, didn't track, like, if I were, like, a famous jazz musician. Yes. And this kid comes up to me and he's like, hey, I need an exclusive interview. And I'm like, okay, no. And he's like, yeah, but listen. I used to have gold in my family and now I don't and it's running out and I need to go to college. And I'd be like, okay, not my problem. Like your story is not, he was like, it was such a crazy, amazing story. I had to give this kid my exclusive interview. Who knows? Maybe he had a poster of the amazing Theo. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. he really did it up with the visual. He did like an expository. Yeah. <laughs> um, It was like a storytelling show, like really intense. Yeah. <laughs> so they... But you're right. It doesn't make any sense. There's no, like, why? We don't even care. Honestly, if they just said, like, we are friends, I'd be like, okay. Cool. That's it. That's all we need. That's all I need. I'll believe that I you guess, are friends with each other. I guess we're supposed to be like, oh, he's so, like, resourceful. I guess. Again, I think they're setting up this other book. Yeah, they are. So, uh, oh, so, right. Okay. So she's like, yo. Earl's in trouble. Earl's in trouble. We gotta go. And, and he's, he's like, like, cool. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's go. Immediately. Let's go. He hops in his car. He drives to the club. But a policeman pulls him over. Yeah. And the policeman is like, hey, uh, we got a tip about you. And, and he, le- he says to the girl, he says to Jessamine, I'm sorry. <laughs> he uh, says to uh, Sam, dressed as Amanda, thank you so much for giving us this tip. And, and Tess is like, what? I don't understand. What are you talking about? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. And then he's like, wait, what? And then she's like, well, maybe you should have like, so she like, sh- he, she essentially says, my sister said you tried to sexually assault her. 
I don't, I'm not going to put up for that. You betrayed me with my sister. Right. So because she Amanda. stays with Amanda and she's like, you tried to hook up with Sam. That's not cool. Sisters stay together. I'm loyal to my sister. You're a monster. Oh, because we even said the other part. In the trunk are bootleg liquors. Yeah. So he gets busted. He gets busted. So he goes to jail. Yep. For um for liquor, which he, as far as we know, had nothing to do with. Nope. Because Sam, Sam frames him mm-hmm. and makes him believe that Amanda framed him. Yep. So he spends all night in jail talking about how he hates Amanda. Mm-hmm. And Amanda figures it out the next morning. She, like, sees the run in her stockings. Mm-hmm. She sees that Ted's not there. She waits all day first. Oh, yeah. She waits all day first. She him. waits by the window just for Ted to come home. <laughs> just, like like, just like how her... Their neighbor waited after the yeah. war. So she's just waiting and waiting for Ted to come home. He doesn't come home. So then she checks everywhere. She checks the, the police station. Oh, no. She sees in the, the late newspaper oh, right. that the mom... It's Detroit like, well, man has been arrested. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. And her mom's like, well, I guess he just was a bad guy. And she's like, he wouldn't be. He's not. He's not. And everyone's yeah. like, I guess he was. Yeah. We should have known. It was the part where he was a nice guy that was fake. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to the jail. Yeah, I'm going to find him. So she goes to jail to find him. And then she gets, oh, and she's also like, he was arrested in a car with some girl. And she's like, Oh, Wait, no. what girl? And it says blonde girl. And she's like, oh. Well, she doesn't figure it out yet. Oh, that's right. So she's so, like, oh. She's like, what? That's weird. Like, is he cheating on me? And then she gets to the jail and, and the police, the the guys working there are like, that's right. yeah, all night, all he could talk about was this girl that done him wrong. And she's like, well, that's certainly not me. I would never do that. I loved him, whatever. And they were like, and she's like, my name's Amanda. <laughs> and he, yeah, and they're like, that's you. <laughs> You're the one. You're the one he was talking about all night that you betrayed him. And she's like, no, I'm Oh. oh, and that was the end of Amanda and Sam. Good friendship. Yeah. It was, and at that point, Amanda just wrote Sam off forever. Yeah. And Sam was like, I'm going to go become a movie star. Well, first she was like, you know, you're going to forgive me soon, Sam. Soon, Amanda. And Amanda you're going to forgive me. And Amanda just doesn't say anything. She's you're like, going to. But like, we're sisters. Sisters stay sisters. That was insane that she was like. You should just forgive me. She framed <laughs> her love of her life uh-huh. and made him think that she did it. Uh-huh. That was like, it was like betrayal on so many levels. And it was. It's more insane that Amanda didn't hop in her car and go see Ted. Yeah. I don't get why she wasn't just like, okay, well, you're always going to be this selfish person. Yes. So we'll just put a. Yeah, let's put a pin in that. Yeah. I- I'm going to go get him. Yeah, exactly. But instead, she just pouts. Yeah, and forever. While her sister moves to L.A., becomes a movie star, meets a guy, falls in love, uh, is a is like an actual movie star. Is in yeah, a bunch is of movies. famous. Is and in Amanda tabloids. like is clipping all the clippings of her Hollywood stuff. But she doesn't go to her wedding. No, which is that's harsh. I was like, wow, that was big. Girl. That was a big move. But when she gets a call, oh, and then she sees. Finds out that her sister's pregnant in the trees. Through the clippings. And she gets a call from a doctor being like, hey, guess what? Your sister's going to have this baby, but it's going to be rough, and she may not survive. If you want to see your sister again, you got to come right now. And it's back in the day. Yeah, It's so like 1935 or something. So she's like on a train. She gets on a train immediately, but she's still on a train. Yeah, so she's just sitting there. Which, that's horrible. Yeah. Like, a plane is really horrible. Like, I've done that where you're yeah. like on the way to someone. And and there's you know, no, you, there's, nothing you can do. Yes. 
But that's not 20 hours. Yeah. So she's just on this fucking train. Oh, God. She's on a train from Michigan to California. So she's just like, wait, is that where she is? Jessamine lived in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And then where did she raise her family? Oh, right. She moved to Michigan. Yeah. Because he's a car guy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. In Detroit. Michigan to Southern California. Insane. And it's going like 40 miles an hour. So like they're like, it's so long. (laughs) So she's just like freaking out. And the rest of her family is behind her. So like her parents are behind her. Like she got on the. So essentially like twin girl, twin wins. As soon as her twin was in trouble, she immediately leaves. Yeah. And then her brother and her parents are behind her. So she gets to the hospital room. She sees her sister. Oh, and first everyone's like, oh, you look like. And she's like, yeah, I she's get like, it. It's not me. Which I, that would be kind of a drag. If you had a twin who was famous. Yeah. There'd be a point where you'd be like, all right. It's not. It's not, not me. And I don't need to talk about it with you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm at a hospital. Yeah. Look, like, I'm like upset right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard, but my sister is dying. Yeah. Like, do you see like my I look like I've been crying for 48 straight hours because I have. <laughs> I've been on a train. We can't even do planes yet. No, we're in a train thing. I've been weeping. I, I look horrible. <laughs> I don't want to give you an autograph. So she's going. And so she gets in the room. And she meets, for the, she sees for the first time her, her sister's husband. Yeah, the baby. The baby. And her sister who looks terrible. Looks rough. rough she looks rough. like she's inches from death. Well. She is. <laughs> and they have a moment together. For that was really sad. Oh, I cried. I cried too. It was really sad. It was really good. Like, the, as much as this is a very cheesy book that is ridiculous and some of the characters are bad role models for children, that scene was pretty affecting. Well, like, I always have a thing for, like, sister mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but, yeah, when she or, was like... Yeah, and for me, it's also... Because not only is it a sister moment, it's also, like, my... I'm never going to get to know my child. Yeah. So take care of my child and take care of my husband because I can't. I'm leaving him. I can't stay. Ooh. Yeah. And when she's like, I waited for you. <sighs> yeah. And she did. And then she, she holds her baby. And she tells she does. And then the husband, like at first, can't even look at the baby. Yeah. There are so many parts of this book that are not in this book that I would rather read as a novel. Like yeah. no, the this- story of, um, of Amanda raising Marjorie while... Jack like figures out how to deal with his wife's death and figure out his new purpose in life and I become would, an agent. I'd love that. Like it's so good. It, yes. But instead we get like we just jump over it and like mm-hmm. now she's five and I'm leaving you. How about that? Amanda raises this child. That was insane. Raises this child. And then Jack's like Psh, gotta do what I gotta do. He's like I gotta go to He France. does invite her to France. And she's like I can't. I'm a teacher here in Sweet Valley. <laughs> I have to teach Southern California students. I can't teach French students. <laughs> I only teach English. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, yeah, she made the right call. She, she, yeah, because that was a real because war's looming. Um, but yeah, so Jack and his daughter Marjorie moved to France, and essentially, Marjorie's raised pretty much like a French girl. She's there yeah. from like age eight to fi- to fifteen she, as a French girl, mm-hmm. and things are starting to get sketchier and sketchier in France. Yes. Got, yeah, and then eventually, France is occupied, mm-hmm. and she, and Marjorie is she's getting to be that teenage age, and she's starting to have like this spidey sense that her dad like keeps whispering with her teacher, and she's like, my teacher's young and pretty, and you're whispering to him. I know what that means. Do you and think dad's that like no, it's not what it means. Yeah. Do you think that there any was anything between them? No. I didn't think so. No. I think that she's dad, just crazed with love. 
I think in. she's like experienced puberty and I think she does it doesn't occur to her that her dad's in the resistance until someone tells her her dad yeah like because it was obvious her dad was in the resistance like so early on yeah because if you were just like an American kid whose dad gets arrested yeah you would just die yeah like no one is coming to get you to be like come with me we figured this we yeah. have a plan for you like no the people they have a plan for like that's because they're working yeah someone's working with them um Oh my God. Or even the fact that they didn't send Marjorie out immediately. Mm-hmm. Like she should have been in Sun. I keep wanting to say Sunnyvale. <laughs> she should have been in Sweet Valley. Like whatever. She doesn't go to get to Sweet Valley. She lives in a cellar for a year with Sophie. I don't know her last name. I don't know. But with Sophie. Sophie. So Sophie is a Jewish girl. Yes. Who who's is a little younger. A tad bit younger. Parents are gone. Yeah. She's essentially Anne Frank, I think. Yeah. But they're both living in a cellar. Yeah, her parents are gone. She has a brother who's in the resistance. It's like if like Anne Frank had like this beautiful Aryan looking best friend. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. Yeah. And if oh, what was her name? But that girl's the star though. It's like, not that's Anne Frank's the one who star. Met, Yeah. <laughs> it's not really like it's like if Anne Frank was a side character. <laughs> that's kind of what this book does. There's also a part where she like her chosen name. Her code name is North Star. Yeah. Because she compares what she's going through to the Underground Railroad. Yeah, she does. And I was like, girl. I think that wouldn't fly in a current book. No. I get that, like, I, it seemed normal then. Yeah. Or at least it seemed like something. Because both stories really, I mean, this was written, this was published in 1991. I read it as a kid living in California who. Again, I was trying to maximize my page mm-hmm. count from what my mom would buy me. Like, all of this felt di- far away in yeah. fantasy. Like, yeah. I hope that kids today are more woke. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I was. Not like, I didn't, it's, again, I certainly didn't like in any of my personal experiences to being a slave. But yeah. like, a, reading a story about a little girl in the French resistance and reading a story about a little girl escaping slavery. Yeah. I don't know if at the time I would have been like, those are fundamentally different things. Yeah, I think I, I, was, I was the same because I was sh- fairly sheltered like as a kid. And I think, yeah, like a, a kid of like 1991, 93, whatever, is not, is not going to, a sheltered kid is not going to know like to be like, mm, those are kind of different. Well, and there's especially different because the story isn't Sophie's story. No. It's- I think you could draw a parallel. If you wanted to draw a parallel... Well, right, because Sophie, Sophie's sure. story, if Sophie chose North Star, still would be a little, like, it'd just be like, like, I, for me, I'd be like, why are you trying to, like, yeah, why are you trying to bring these two be, things together? Yeah, they don't have to be there. But yeah, for Marguerite, she's a, Marjorie. One, a Marjorie. 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 I, I just want to make her French. For Marjorie, she's American. Yeah. And she's. And blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Yeah. And able to pass. And only really in danger if you know her name. Yep. Otherwise, she's not in danger at all. Yeah. That was kind of my, like, the thing was where I was like, I, like, am more interested in Sophie's story, to be honest. Like, yeah. in this situation. I, I will say that I was the least invested out of all the stories in Marjorie's story. Hmm. Um, I like World War II stuff. I like, I actually, I usually do like that. It's just that I felt like she was the least interesting character in that story. So I didn't want to follow her. I wanted to follow yeah. like the dad even or um, Sophie or the dad that the, 
the woman that the dad was whispering to or like yeah. those people I was more interested in. Also, I just thought the twins, the twin dynamic stuff was like more drama-ish yeah, and I a think, single person. Yeah, I think Marjorie was, I mean, I think I like her the least of all the characters, but I don't know the storyline. I'm trying to think of the story. Oh, well, Jessamine in San Francisco, I don't care about. I mean, oh, I guess yeah. I like care about the earthquake. I don't really have it. I don't hate any of them, but there's none that I'm like, oh, you could take that out and I wouldn't miss it. No, I I, I enjoyed reading all of them, but yeah. So I, if I had to pick one, I'd probably be the love triangle with Jessamine, Taylor and Bruce. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, that too. I was kind of like, I was not very invested. Whereas I think it's interesting. Espe- I mean, there's, I like that she is reading about these things and then she reads her dad's captured and she's reading these things. And these guys go down yeah. and then one of them later she marries. Like, I, I think that stuff's fun. Actually, I thought that the part that I did think was like really scary was mm-hmm. when she codes her own name and she's like, yeah. oh my God, they're looking for me. Yeah, that was pretty intense. Or honestly, even the scene with the officers. Yeah, that was intense too. I guess I was least interested in her. Honestly, her love story I didn't care about. That's what I didn't care about her love story because who cares? Mm. I mean, how can we fall in love when there's a war? It's like, and the shit that he was feeding her was like the cheesiest of all the guys. Like, we have to find love because we are but human and that's our nature to love. Well, he's French. Oh, yeah. That's fine. All right. (laughs) You got to remember when someone's French. When someone's French, they can get away with so much more. Oh, my God. So much more. So, Jacques. So yeah, the real problem is Jacques. He's just a dud. Yeah, I mean, honestly, George Johnson is a dud. George Johnson's a Taylor dud. Taylor Watson's kind of a dud. Taylor Watson's a dud. <laughs> Jack Lewis is okay. That's the other thing. Jack. Jack is the guy who ends up being in the French Resistance. He's Samantha's husband. Uh, he's Marjorie's dad. Yeah, the, the he's reporter. interesting, but we don't we is, don't get anything. Was he him. ever a reporter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, the 60s one was pretty fun. I love that it opened with, oh my gosh, they just landed on the moon. Oh my God. That was like, there were a lot of things in this book that were like very aggressive, like we're going to date this, but none more so than the 60s when they're like, <laughs> she spread out her tribal patterned skirt. Yeah, Like they sat on a Mexican blanket. Everybody was a flower child. They have like these necklaces. Mm-hmm. And- Do you want to eat pizza? I know we can't get it delivered in 30 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. We have a lot to talk about. This okay. Is, like, 60s is it time? Okay. So, so let's Marjorie, Marjorie and Charles, they get married. That, okay. You're that right. too was that a little was just, That was anticlimactic. We're getting closer to, to Jessica and Elizabeth, but you're right. That compared to running off to the circus, compared to stealing each other's stealing a boyfriend and getting him sent mm-hmm. for bootleg liquor. Yeah. See, the, I think the difference was that like, yes, the themes were huge. It's like World War II. That's like a huge yeah. theme, like survival, war, um, bigotry, uh, which I, I don't think they leaned in, enough into the bigotry thing. Well, they don't want kids to have to find out about the Holocaust from this book. <laughs> That's true. I mean, they do That's let like, you know that Germans are mean. Yeah, they do. And that they're swine and that blah, blah, blah. Wait, that the Germans are swine? Yeah, they called them swine at one point. I think it was. I thought it was that they were saying that that's what. Uh, Jacques oh. mentioned, calls them that at some point. But they, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she, he's one of the guys that falls down on the plane. Yeah. And she's like talking. That was another thing, too, where the second she's like describing that his hands, beautifully handsome face was cut into by 
like shrapnel or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jacques is going to die and she's going to end up settling with him. And that's what happened. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. And Sophie goes to her wedding. Sophie gives her a thumbs up. I was, this was the part where I was like, the fact that like everyone is still just celebrating you and how amazing you are. It's pretty annoying. It's pretty annoying. But she gets locked into a train. So, so they plan this. First of all, can we talk about how lame their plan is? It's really bad. Because Sophie gets captured. Sophie gets captured. And Marjorie's like, okay, we'll swap me for Sophie. Sophie. Mm-hmm. They want me more than they want Sophie. We'll do a swap. So Jacques finds some nerd from his school who is now in, works, with, works with the Germans. And it's like, okay, I got somebody to swap with you. But they're never intending to fully swap. Which is, you need a better plan. Well, that's like the most that. obvious plan. Yeah. To, for your trick to just be to not do the thing you and said you were And to get on do. a train. Yeah. Their trick is to get on a train. Yeah. A train, you know where and you And they're can, at a train station. Uh-huh. It's so obvious. And also, trains are, you know where a train goes. There's not anywhere to trick someone once you're on it's, that train. There's tracks. Yeah. We know where you're going to go. We know where you are. And we know where you've uh-huh. been. So, yeah, it's not a good plan. <laughs> I think if, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I, maybe if Marjorie was, like, more in charge of planning That's, stuff. Yeah. Because she was just like, she, I guess. Sure, Jacques. I love you. Isn't it great that we found love during a war? Mm. So then, of course, the trail goes, the thing goes sour. Of course, there were snipers waiting. Yep. Of course, they, like, shoot them with rifles. Of course, she and Sophie get on a train. Jacques is shot dead. A bunch of people die. Mm-hmm. And so they're on this train. And she's like, Sophie, you have to go live your life now. And Sophie's like, you're worth more than me. So you should go live my life. Locks her in the thing, slides her papers underneath yep. the door, and somersaults out the train. Well, first she asks her, she's like, so what was your plan to get off the train? And, and Marjorie's <laughs> like, Oh, I was just going to go about 20 kilometers outside the city and just jump. Yeah. So he's like, hmm, interesting. Okay, push, lock, slide. slide. <laughs> Somersault. Somersault. Bye. And then Marjorie's like, oh, wow. The way she jumped off that train was like she was born to it. I know. She seemed like she was born to be some kind of war criminal. Or and it was like, it was like, Marjorie, that girl just saved your life. Saved your life. She's younger than you. You didn't protect her. The man you loved would have wanted you to protect her. Yeah. She he has, would not have been like, yeah, he would not have been like, yeah, let's hit, save your life and let her go Because the whole plan was to save her. And then Sophie, Sophie does all of this. Yeah. Minutes after realizing that she has no family line. Yep. She's got nothing. She has nothing. I think she's in the other book. I'm not trying to make you read the other book. Yeah. We'll read it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay. But yeah, but she shows up at the wedding. I also have always, and it's so funny because I've now read this book. Not a ton of times, but every time I read it. I want Auntie uh, Amanda and Jack to get together. Oh, I want them to get together so bad. Wouldn't it be cute? I thought I think it would be really cute. And I think it would be great if it happened just like later in life for them mm-hmm. when they're both different people and yes. need different things. Guys, write some fanfic. <laughs> yes. Get it out there. Or honestly, just write it. Call it original fiction. Sure. No one has to know no that you based it on the Wakefields of Sweet Valley. You can just name them something different. Name them Jessamine. You could name them Amanda and Jack. Still, <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> um, so that, I think, closes the door on them. Yeah, I think that's... Oh, there's only one more thing, but it's related to Alice and, 
and Laura and Nancy. And that's that they call Amanda Great Aunt Amanda, mm-hmm. which makes me sad for Amanda. Yeah. Because she's an old maid and she fucking raised Marjorie. Yeah. You can't, can't call, call her, her grandma. grandma. <laughs> like, I get why you don't call her mom. Like, okay, yeah, fine. Fine. You don't want to forget about Samantha, but like, you could call her grandma. You could call her grandma. Or Grandma Amanda. Grandma Amanda. Sure. Grandma. <laughs> it's late, you guys. It's- We're tired. Oh, man, it is late. Um, But yeah, so we get to the 60s, which things. So, okay, I feel like we start, we do a very, they do a good job of, it's sort of like a good improv show Uh in that like the scenes are different lengths. So we start with this very short thing coming over the 10 pages. Yeah. Then we're like, let's hang out with Circus Girl and barebacking. Let's see her in many stages of life. Yeah, great. Then we kind of go a little shorter again. We get some time and then we go to the Roaring Twenties and they knew the Roaring Twenties, we'd be into it. So they give us probably the juiciest, most backstabby yeah. plot right there. Yeah. Slide right into World War II. Take a little dip. A little dip. And now we're in the, the 60s. 60s. And they're in college in the 60s. At a fictional college called the College of Southern California. Mm-hmm. Which I guess isn't USC because at some point they talk about going to LA. Yep. And I was like, I guess it's not USC. <laughs> I was like, is it UC Santa Barbara? I was like confused because I read that and then I was like, it's USC. And then I, I yeah, flipped back. Yeah, I had Yeah, because when I read College of Southern California, my I brain read, just was like, yeah, yeah USC. University and also then I was like, Alice, <laughs> that didn't seem like your kind of thing. You're a no, hippie. Like, were there hippie. hippies at USC? Were there? I feel like they were at UCLA. I don't know. If Certainly UC. Berkeley. Certainly. Certainly. So Alice is like kind of, she's like a low-key hippie. Yeah, I think she's here's. I think she's uh, has the heart of a hippie, mm-hmm. and but, she does the work. She does the stuff, but she's not radical. No, she's not aggressive about it. She just wants like positive change in the world. Yes, she has hippie values. Though she and her best friend talk a lot about how being a hippie is kind of a fashion statement now, mm-hmm. and that some people maybe are acting liberal, even though maybe their hearts are not necessarily that way because it helps them seem trendy or hip. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, this is the most conservative frat at the school. But they're throwing a hippie party. Also, Alice takes her shoes off way too much to be a straight. <laughs> Wait, when did she take her shoes off? I don't she know. takes them off at the concert and then goes and gets closer to the stage. And I was like, that's some hippie move. Like, yeah, that's a hippies do it. Hippies do but it. But that is not. Yeah. Yeah. But she's got dirty feet, I guess. She is what I'm saying. dirty feet. She also drowns herself. Which I know oh is God. supposed to bring us back. Okay, I'm jumping, I'm jumping. So she goes to this party at the most conservative frat on campus that is very, uh, how do they describe the party? How, how is it a hippie party? They're wearing like necklaces. Is that all? Yeah. Okay, so they're wearing necklaces. And tie-dye. Playing good, oh, they're playing uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And they're wearing tie-dye. And she and her friend are there. Her friend talks to some boy and she starts talking to Hank Patman, mm-hmm. who is one of the leaders of the fraternity. And he's really handsome. We can't stop talking about how handsome he yeah. is. Yeah, and he's hit on her a few times, but she usually puts him off because she's like, he can't possibly be my kind of guy. Yeah, he's just, he seems a little shallow. He mm-hmm. seems- He's super rich. He's like just a little much. Yes. He is obsessed with his wealth. Mm-hmm. He um is upset, like he mansplained art to her mm-hmm. so many times. Yep. Because she wants to be an artist. Right. Well, and it's, he starts though, like it's definitely, he definitely likes her in his way. He, I don't doubt 
his own feelings about his sincerity of feelings to yeah. her. He's just awful human. Yeah. Because he... His capacity is not... Like, when he walks up to her, he's not like, you look really good or like, let's get let's get naked together. He's like, have you painted anything cool lately? He knows like, she likes painting and yeah. he's like, oh, this, she'll like this. Sure. Or like, he fi- he sees her in the quad and he comes over and is like, what are you drawing? It's I like it. It has impressionist... It reminds me of Degas. He's like, I've got uh, so many yeah. Degas in my house. Oh. We Do you want... Do you want to see some special paintings? Because and she goes, I could go to LA and see all the paintings I want. And he's like, Oh, my father is uh, friends with people in the exactly. So he's just insufferable. But like, I I do think he somewhere underneath it, he likes her. I think he does like her. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's just shallowness. No. Cut to hunger strike. No, not hunger strike. They're just uh, they're just camping out. Uh, uh, what sub- do you? They go to the admin building. They're doing a sit-in at... Are you okay? You're bouncing so hard. Do you need to use the restroom? No, no, no. Sorry. Okay. No. Okay. I'm just... um, Trying to keep yourself awake? Yeah, kind of. Okay. And also just... uh, I don't know why I'm bouncing. Okay. It's okay to bounce. It's just... It was making me anxious that you had to pee so bad and you were like... No, I don't have to pee at all. Never. (laughs) Do you you have to do the other thing? No. Okay. I don't know why I'm bouncing. Sorry. I didn't mean to call you out. I'm like, I just... Didn't want you to uh, explode. Yeah, hurt my pain. kidneys. I didn't want you to be in pain. If bouncing is fun for you, bounce, bounce. <laughs> I will bounce too. No, no, no. I I don't know why I'm bouncing. Okay, but the sixties great. So yeah, they're having a sit in, and they're all getting hungry because the school <laughs> has said no more. Yeah, they're not going to let no food, food delivers. deliveries. Yeah, but she had eaten something at a. Out of vending machines. So why don't they just eat more food from the vending machine? Well, there's only so much food in the vending machine. There's a so whole bunch of people. they ate it all. Yeah, there's no food left. They don't have any food. Because an, 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 a, a, a faculty member has been let go because he's a civil rights advocate. Yes. And they are protesting that. Yeah. Which is, protest is a great way to right. communicate your opinion about things. So they're doing that. They're so hungry. They're so hungry. Then they hear like. And they're like, what? It, that, that sounds like a helicopter. That's crazy. Wait, it is a helicopter. It's a helicopter dropping off food. Egg salad. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like maybe in top five worst things that you could get out of a helicopter as your food. A food that has had to be transported to you. I feel like blocks of cheese and crackers is better. I feel like pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, egg salad sandwiches. Egg salad sandwiches. I mean, like, she likes it. Bread held together by like a kind of moist mush. Yep. And I like egg salad. I think it takes a day or two, but it becomes the word spreads through campus. It was Hank who did it. Yeah. They're like, are you serious? Well, and the name was like, long live the hippies or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The voice, I'm sorry. And she's like, that voice sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. And so she's like, Hank, you did that. And she gives him a chance. She goes on a date with him. On a yacht. First date. Yeah. <laughs> Bad sign. They go uh-huh. on a yacht. He's He starts talking about how he just likes the best thing. Yeah. And he's like, I wouldn't, if that weren't true, I wouldn't have gone after you. I mean, again, I think he's authentic. He means it. He means it. But she should be like, hardest eye roll that ever was. Goodbye. Farewell But forever. instead she's like, okay. And he's like, will you marry? Oh, no. They go to a rock concert. Or, yeah. So then, and so then they date for like three months. They it's do so not short. date very it is long. Too short. 
But they date for a while, and she's still not 100% about him, but he seems to, like, be willing to have fun with her. She says, he really likes me. That's what That's she says. Good so she's in. Not enough. And he's like. And they go to the rock concert. She takes off her shoes. <laughs> and they walk right up to the front to dance. And he's a good dancer. He's a great dancer. Everyone thinks he's cute. And he's a good dancer. And he's a hero. He's a hero and on he's campus. he's a hero on campus. And the lead singer of the band <laughs> says, this one is a dedication to Alice. And she's like, oh, that's me. But it like, can't be from Hank. Oh. <gasps> And she's like, oh, it is me. It is me. Because we're the two. And they dance. And then he and then shouts to her. Will you marry me? She's like, what? And he's like, will you marry me? And she's like, yeah. And he slips a ring right on her finger. It's a huge, huge diamond. Yes. She's super into it. It makes her happy for about half a second. And then she's like, mm. uh, this is a mistake. Cut to party. Beach party. Um, and he's throwing a beach party. He has fully evolved into like a monster, Charles Manson type, like creepy flower yeah. child guy. Yeah, I think he's like. I mean, I think he's less scary. <laughs> I feel like he's more of like a Warren Beatty type. Like, I think he's a ladies' man. Yeah, more than he's he's. We should murder people. Yeah, and I think, and we learn later that he's really just trying these things on so he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's a he's a sociopath. And it's funny because this is the guy whose son is Bruce Patman, who is the sociopath of Sweet Valley oh, High. Oh, really? Who like, there's moments where you think he might be a good person and then he he's just not. does crazy things. He drives like, I think it's a red Porsche with a license plate, one Bruce one. That's repulsive. I know. Uh, he's the worst. But he's also like, you kind of, maybe he's not. Like, yeah. maybe, there, maybe you could fix him. You can't, can't fix him. He's a fucking monster. So like, everything that Hank is, like you see, you're like, oh yeah. Your son is going to be just like you. You are your father's son. Um, So they're engaged. She's at the party and she can't find Bruce. Or I'm sorry. She can't find Hank. <laughs> she goes for a walk and Hank has his arm around some chick in a bikini. Yeah. In a hot tube. And she's like, imme- and Alice is immediately like, oh, well, I guess we're not going to be engaged anymore. I'm done. It's yeah. over. Like in her mind, she's ready to write him off immediately. Yeah. She's like, okay. And then she confronts him and she's like, uh, what? Yeah. And he's like, hey, baby. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, babe. I thought you were into love. Free love. And she's like, wait, so we fuck whoever we want? And he's like, oh, let's not talk about it. He's like, you're trying to not have fun at my party? Oh, my God. It was- when he said that. And she's like, whatever. I'm going to go for a swim. Mm-hmm. Swim, 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 swim. She swims out really far. Past the break. Too far. I mean, out past the break is okay, but. What was weird was she got caught in this current. Well, like, one, they called it was- an undertow. Which, Which that's not what that's she got caught in. What she got caught in. She got caught in a riptide, maybe. Maybe, but the, like past the break, you're usually okay from those. So I don't know. I've gotten caught in a riptide past the break. Because oh. that's where it is. Like past the break? Yeah, past the break. Yeah. I mean, because mm. it's a riptide when you can stand is not, who cares? Oh. Hmm. I mean, not who cares. If you're like uh, not strong. Very sm- yeah, if you're easily knocked <laughs> if you're, over. Hey guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're not a strong swimmer yeah. and you and you feel the water pulling you really hard mm-hmm. and you can stand, come back in a little. Yeah. Don't say, oh, but Ryan Moki said. <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> You'll be fine. Also, I was like, girl, just swim so you're right. parallel it's, to the it's shore. It's not like, f- yeah, exactly. If Get. she's such a strong swimmer, she should notice some parallel to shore. Instead, Once she should know it's not called an undertow. I don't know what unless, she's saying. Unless like something. Maybe this, is it the 60s thing? And maybe they called it that. Maybe. I was like, then, or there's like something weird. Like there's a coral reef. 
Okay, well, then they would have said <laughs> coral reef. No, but I'm saying like some weird aberration at this okay. beach that caused oh, an, undertow an undertow <gasps> that comes up to pull you where you are past the breakers. And then pull and you pulls under. you under. So maybe she did get away. pulled. But so she gets okay, pulled down. Okay, do you down. remember that scene in uh, Little Mermaid mm-hmm. when um, uh, Ursula has Triton's trident yeah. and she pour- points it at the water and it becomes like a whirlpool? Yeah. Maybe that happened. Cool. So right? Ursula has this thing. All this is happening. You know what? The fight between Ursula and King Triton is happening like 80 yeah. feet away from she, where she's swimming. <laughs> Alice doesn't want to mention it because she's a yeah. pre- peace and love, peace and love. Yeah. So she's like, I'm just minding so my own she, business. So she swimming. swims so, she swims out. Then she tries to swim back in and she can't get back in. That's what made me think it was a riptide. That's some riptide shit. Because then it's like this current it just keeps pulling you. Yeah. She needs to just stop trying to fight it and just go around go, it. But that's yeah. fine. Whatever. She doesn't know. So she's swimming. What does she do? Okay. Also, she kind of just gives up. She she like tries to go back in and then she's, she's just like, like, I guess uh, I'm dead. <laughs> and then she just gets pulled under. I was like, wait, what? No, like. She doesn't try to signal anyone back on the beach. She doesn't yell. And she doesn't, it, like, anyone that has been caught in a rip current knows the feeling of like sheer panic you get. Mm-hmm. Even though you know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. She didn't seem to panic that much. No. She was just like, uh, oh, um, I can't go back in. And then she's pulled. It was weird. It was weird. It's she's all, suicidal. I think she was, maybe she just didn't want to have to deal with breaking up with Hank. She's just like, this will be easier. <laughs> I'll just get, I'll just die. <laughs> it's also like, and it's possible that Francine Pascal, who yeah. I know she didn't really write this book, like some other person Ghost wrote it and wrote didn't it. get credit. But like that writer maybe has never experienced currents in mm-hmm. California. Maybe. So like they, they're just picturing literally like an undertow, like someone grabs your foot and pulls, and pulls it. Maybe they just don't know. Because like that is what that would be like. That's just not what currents in the ocean. Yeah. In the Pacific or really the Atlantic. Like that's just not a thing. I, um, this is an interesting uh, switch because mm-hmm. for Christopher Pike books, he like yeah. over researches. That's funny. And then will explain, like doesn't want to waste the no, research so it gives you way too much info so it's like like 20 pages and you're like yeah. I don't care like this is so boring why are you talking about this <laughs> so this is an interesting like we're just like mm, yeah. uh, it pulls her under and then she just gets scared and then yeah there's an undertow and she can't swim out of it and she dies and then she she just gives up yeah she just gives up and then the next thing she knows she's looking up into some deep brown eyes and then we see another, it's like a parallel to that opening scene Yep. The next thing she sees, it was like too similar. And Well, it's weird because it feels like she's experienced it before. Yeah. And like she's noticing now that he he's completely wet too. What? And he's so handsome. He is so handsome. But it's, then uh, this other then Hank shows fucker up. shows up and is like, mm, get out of the way. I got to take my girl. It's also weird that no one questions what was Ned doing? Yeah. Other than watching her closely. What was he doing? He's he was watching her, her closely. Yeah. I think he was. I think he was he's had his eye. Yeah, because we find out that he's been at all of the events of the story. Yeah. She just didn't notice him. He's pre-law. He was giving legal advice. Guess what's illegal to do when you're not a lawyer? Give legal advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this ghostwriter could have done a teeny bit more research. I think they were just very obsessed with just well, general. Honestly, even how the French resistance works, I don't think that's how it works. No. I don't. I don't believe it. I think it's like general ideas of what like the twenties felt like, what the French Resistance felt like. Oh, they but. definitely had a book that was like phrases from the twenties. <laughs> yes, and we're just like, 
I could fit like five more <laughs> in this sentence. Um, so yeah, so so after the saving, Alice starts seeing Ned everywhere. She sees him at the coffee shop. She sees him at the, the coffee concert. shop. Yeah, they go to the coffee shop a lot. She sees him when she's getting a cookie at the coffee shop. There was a cute moment that I've definitely had that moment where she's with her best friend. And her friend's like, if I get a cookie, will you eat it with me? And I was yeah. like, that's such a girl thing. Yeah. I do that a lot. Because yep. I don't want to eat the whole cookie. You don't want to eat the whole thing. You want to taste it. Yeah. If they were selling a bite of a cookie, I would buy that bite of a cookie. Mm-hmm. No one sells a bite of a cookie. Because that's really all you need to like sate yep. that feeling. Mm-hmm. Or even like uh, deal with that desire. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the desire is for the flavor. The desire isn't for like... The, like even unless you're like binge remember eating, when that's cupcakes were like a thing yeah that's like seven cracks at it you don't yeah. need that many cupcakes you need one bite of a cupcake or the mini cupcakes those are good like that's the right size yeah. of a cupcake like I don't boom. like when they put too much frosting on the mini cupcakes I usually have, saw have I told off you the what top. I do I don't I don't mind frosting I like sugar but I do take half the bottom off the top make it a big sandwich. sandwich I think you did tell me that's a smart idea that's a better way it's to less to, messy to, Bows of it too. Yeah. yeah, when you bite it, it's not gonna get mm-hmm. like frosting face, right? And then you don't get a bite of frosting. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. But yeah, I think if they if people if we're more likely to sell tiny cookies, tiny cakes, tiny things. There is a place called Tiny Cakes around. We should here go there. That sells tiny things. We should go. All right, I would go there. Um, um, I won't split anything with you. Then. No, we could just do bite. I bite, won't be like bite. If I were to order this, will you eat some? No, I'll just fucking eat a whole thing yeah, myself. Eat a whole thing. Um, so, so he shows up everywhere and their song <laughs> is a little ditty called blowing in the wind. It to a point where she will get like visibly moved when she hears any bit of this song. I guess it's a pretty song. I've heard it done really pretty. I don't. And again, we're knowing that this is a cover band that just does a real good rendition of that song. If I sing it on the pod, is that Okay. Yeah. Can you give me legal advice? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a lawyer. Um, I guess it's okay. It just, at this point. It's just so much. It's so played. Yeah. If I had never, I mean, who knows? In 1991. Sure. I, it was felt fresh. Um, So yeah, so she sees this guy everywhere she goes, and finally he gets the nerve to ask her out. Mm-hmm. He's been following her around for like almost a year. And actually, it's not even clear what they really have in common except for a mutual attraction like music that's right they both like that song and he was at the protest for protest oh that's right that's right they have values and music what are you trying to say kelly no i'm getting it now also yeah because we find out later that a certain someone isn't as much of an activist as she'd like yes he's a faker faker um so but not not nutty boy but so Ned's like, hey, so we should like go get. I know you like hang out with <laughs> Hank all the time, but like we should get dinner. Like he literally date. says, I know you hang out with Hank all the time. And then she's like, um, yeah, we hang out all the time because we're engaged. She she just raises her left hand uh-huh. and shows him this big ass rock that's on her hand. Mm-hmm. And she's like, engaged, sorry. And he just smiles at her sadly. He's like, oh, I hope you guys make your lives special together or something. Some. All right, I'll find it. I was like, he says something and she's so I hope so, you like, make each other happy or something like that. That's something so basic. And she's like, this is. She remembers it like after. And I'm like, yeah. what's worth remembering about that statement? I hope you. Oh, no. That's when she calls. When she. I think they just smile sadly. Yeah. Oh, no, they. He says, I didn't realize. Well, Hank Patman is a lucky guy. That's it politely. I wish you the best. 
and then blowing in the wind keeps playing. And then he smiles at her. And then she tries on a dress that she doesn't really like. And the night before her wedding, he calls her. That's it. And then she's like, I haven't heard from you in a while. And he's like, yeah, remember I asked you out because I was in love with you and you were like, hey, I'm engaged. And then now you're getting married. (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And so he says, I just wanted to call you before the wedding and tell you I'll never forget you. Okay, wow. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. bro. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And then he says, I hope you and Hank will make each other's lives very special. That's what, and she's like, I can't fucking believe uh-huh. he sent that. When I'm like, well, apparently, like a Hank general the, platitude was like, hey, I'm hoping that you'll be the woman who's at my side when I do good stuff. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, you look so beautiful in that dress. It makes me look even better to be next to you. Are you, are you going to spoil my party? <gasps> Why is he Bobby Bottle Service all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. She, so she's like, she's like, I can't fucking go through this wedding. No. I can't do it. But she waits until the, the day, day of, of the, the wedding. wedding. <laughs> Which, this is her one flaw. Like, otherwise, I kind of love her. We could be friends. Yeah, totally. I, she's great. But her yeah. one flaw is that she waits until the day of the wedding to tell Hank it's over. She just, like, files away that conversation. <laughs> that phone conversation, she's like, mm, I'll deal with that on the wedding day. <laughs> it's like, Alice, you knew you didn't want to marry him. You should have just broken up with him on the beach. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. It's been so long. You knew. You knew. So, like, so much time has passed. So much time. They're now a thousand years old. <laughs> they're getting married she like so then hey all right she's like i gotta tell hank so she's like hank come here and he's like i'm not supposed to see you uh before the wedding she's like it's not a problem she's like don't worry there's not gonna be winning and he's like you can't do this to me oh no but first she overhears him saying like he was faking all that of this, this was hippie a scheme stuff. yeah and that like all these hippies that are here are her friends and she's like yeah. what they're our friends she's like that just won't stand i can't marry him yeah it's not just that he's mean and boorish and uh, i don't love him it said something sort of not nice about my friends so she's like goodbye and then he's like but what about my parents and she's like i'll talk to them he's like no i don't want to see you and she's like fine she's like then fine. she's like just say the same thing then like i don't understand Whatever. why you're fighting me <laughs> i'll see you at the pta meeting yeah. when bruce and jessica and elizabeth are all in school like oh don't worry about god. it oh my god there's so much drama for their parents yeah so then she's like i have to run away She's yeah, like, I can't run in these shoes. She throws the shoes of course, down because she doesn't like shoes. She doesn't like shoes. That's part of her thing. It's part of her thing. And then she goes to Ned's house, and he doesn't answer the door. She hears this music though. Well, first, and no lights are on. She peeks in the windows, which I was like, Whoa. "Girl, slow, pause, 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 slow, pause. slow, slow." <laughs> and he's, but she hears blowing in the wind playing, and then when it ends, it starts up again. Which, how often have you heard a person live playing music? Oh wait, was he not playing it? Did no. I make that up? He was playing a record. Oh, I think. on his back porch. Oh, wait. So he's in my mind. He was playing on the guitar, but maybe that was just projecting Ned into who I wanted him to be. Mm. Nobody came to the door. Blah blah blah. Heard music coming from the rear of the house. Music. Someone was there. As she raced around in the backyard, she could make out the final verse of "Blown in the Wind." The song ended, and there were a few seconds of silence. Then the same song began to play again from the beginning. So he was just listening to the same song. Over so he was listening to an LP in his backyard. <laughs> Being really sad. Maybe that used to happen back then. Maybe. I feel like in my lifetime, you keep your record player in the house. Yeah. Because otherwise it's going to get like dust and stuff on it. If you also like, I feel like if your backyard music playing, usually it's like for like a gathering. Not, just not for like a sadness. To be sad. Well, what about the day that you're the love of your life gets married? Okay, you can do whatever you want. 
then she's like, oh my God. Oh wait, hold on. He wasn't, he wasn't, he was inside. So she just heard it through the back door. Yeah. Because oh. she's like, Ned, let me in. Ned, Ned, Ned. Oh. She goes, Ned Wakefield, it's me. Cool. Oh, geez, Louise. And then the light in one of his upstairs rooms snapped back on, or snapped on. And then Ned was bounding out the back door of the house. His arms were already reaching towards Alice. I'm glad that's why she was there. <laughs> what if she was just like, we've got some extra stuff from the catering place. Like, it's too much food. <laughs> I met a really good girl at this reception that I thought you would get along with. I'm giving you her number. And he's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then we go straight to Jessica. Ugh. I hate the brother already. I know. You wouldn't like him in the books either. Cool. He's, I don't know. He's better than Jessica and Elizabeth. But they're <laughs> awful. <laughs> Do you see like streaks of Samantha and Amanda in them? Yes. Okay. So if I go, if we go Like through, they're as like, they're at... Does she at times do things as, like, vindictive as... Oh, 100%. Samantha? Really? Jessica, like, dresses up like Elizabeth to do horrible things. She tried to steal Elizabeth's girlfriend... Oh, sorry. Elizabeth's boyfriend, Todd, like, a thousand times. What is wrong with She's her? a monster. Her best friend is, like, the richest girl in school, and they, like, get together to just be mean to other people. They're horrible. They're the worst. They're the worst. Everyone loves um, them. Though. Yeah. And she's always, like, trying to throw parties, and, like, it's all she cares about. And she she's selfish and she's mean and she she dates Bruce for a while. Oh God, she's a monster. But she's also like she gets hurt sometimes. Like then you feel bad for her when yeah. someone like something bad happens. But yeah, she's a hundred percent the Samantha. And then they there is no Alice among them. Yeah, neither Alice is their mom. Yeah, like there's no Alice. Um, there's really no Marjorie either. But I think Amanda, Marjorie is yeah. like just basically the Alice. When there is, you're like, Marjorie is just a nothing. We we could cut out her whole storyline and no one would miss it. <laughs> Anti Marjorie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely the like, I feel like the Amanda Samantha. If that was your favorite, if you enjoyed that storyline, you would like a Sweet Valley High book. It was just like I was, I was like in shock the entire time. It's so scandalous. It's so like insane. It's so scandalous. Cool. Um, yeah. So like, yeah. So the Sweet Valley High twins are born. And, like, basically meet their brother in the very last, like, two pages of the book. Yeah. So there's really no there's Jessica and Elizabeth in yeah. this book. Um, but you get so much of them in the other books. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird to read. Again, Samantha and Amanda are very Jessica Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many things. Like, Elizabeth wants to be a journalist. So there's a couple characters in this that, like, talk about journalism. Oh. or. Yeah. Jessica's really into fashion. They wear slacks a lot, which I always felt weird when I was a kid. I was like, who wears slacks? <laughs> like, what? Like, um, Elizabeth, I borrowed your purple slacks. I hope you don't mind. And I'm like, why does either of these, why do either of these why teens, are these teens wear- wearing business pants? <laughs> I know. Like, those are mom pants. Those are like, those are like pants when you're like, I mean, you know, speaking for a friend, yeah. like when you're like 21 and you work at Macy's in the men's yes. department. Or like you have your first office job and you're not really sure what your life is. And so you shop at like New York and Co. You yes. might buy some slacks there. Yeah. Like you're like, okay. Mm. I'm not. I don't have, and they don't fit great. Uh-uh. They do not but fit great. But you can wear them. You, <laughs> and you do. <laughs> and, and then you wake up, I don't know, a decade later and... For some reason, you need to wear a pantsuit and you realize you've gotten rid of all of them from yeah. your wardrobe. You do not own any slacks. Nope. Oh, man. Mm. Um, 
Thank you for suggesting this. I really enjoyed this book. Oh, I'm so glad. It was such a like roller coaster. I I mean, riveting stories. The back of the book says riveting stories. True. You believe it? I believe it. I it, I was like, what is going on with these girls? Right. I don't know how much you guys are going to be veering off of your intense, your Christopher Pike times. Mm-hmm. But there are some books in the Sweet Valley <laughs> universe that are called super thrillers. Ooh. And one of those could be fun. Yeah. Um, when Lindsay's back, if you guys. Yeah. You guys not trying to like invite myself back on your show. I guess I'm <laughs> saying you guys should do them. And then if you, if we need an expert. Yeah. If you there's one wanted available. a guest, I would like, I would do it, but like no pressure. <laughs> um, no, but no, it was really you. fun to revisit these. I like the, it, I really loved these books. Yeah. Um, so how wait, how old were you when you were reading these? Um, I think I mean I have a first edition. Mm-hmm. So this one came out when I was eight, so probably around then. And it was definitely yeah. the first thing that was like close to a romance novel. Now, romance novels I read now have sex, yeah, and happy endings. Yeah, <laughs> those are two like prereqs. Like yeah. I don't read ones that have sad endings, and I don't read ones that are like, like Christian clean. romances. So like. This wouldn't make the cut now. Yeah. But I could imagine, though, because like knowing my eight-year-old self. Yeah. I would think that some of this is quite salacious. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. Like kissing. Kissing and is, kissing your friend's boyfriend or sorry, your sister's boyfriend at night. In, in the a, bed that he's sleeping in. Like, yeah, what? what? Yes. Yeah. Totally. I remembered it much saucier. And so then when I was reading this, I was like, oh, like even the San Francisco stuff. Like, yeah, it's fairly tame. It's pretty tame. Yeah. Um, And I also, I think... Uh yeah, these characters, it, it was. It felt like reading. It felt like reading a tra- like it was like trashy fun. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show, Ryan. Of course. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Well, I do this <laughs> podcast that I really am proud of. Um, no, uh, I was gonna say something other than hell mouthy. Oh my and god! I was like, <laughs> then I chickened out because I really do. Okay, uh, no. I do a podcast called Hellmouthy. It's a Buffy rewatch podcast with you, Kelly. Yay. Um, I love when I get to take part in someone's plug. <laughs> it's the best. Um, you can find out more information at hellmouthy.com or on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes. But uh, every week we talk about a couple episodes of Buffy and we break them down. We don't go. We went real plot heavy with mm-hmm. this book. Mm-hmm. I would say it's like this with like less plot and more uh, weird diversions into our personal lives advice oh yeah we give uh, advice to people who don't ask for it don't ask for it don't need it don't want it <laughs> um, we get silly we, we get silly yeah we talk about frauding yeah frauding 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 oh oh after you come back from london hmm. you'll be saying it that way i'll say frauding 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 cheerio <laughs> uh <laughs> precinct um Cool. That was a, cool. That was, that was a hell mouthy pull. That was a hell mouthy pull that I don't know if anyone's gonna get it. <laughs> oh, but me and you. We don't have to, but like I mean, here's the thing that's kind of do one of us have to be one of them and the other has to be the other? No. I think the reason why I specifically hated is Jessica the 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 selfish one. Yeah, like Sam. I think I'm more her. Okay. Cause I at I least I think you're more of a Jessamine than a Sam. Okay. We're opening it to these. Okay. I think <laughs> you are. Because uh, I, I thought we were like n- narrowing. No, okay. I said Jessica or Elizabeth, but like. All of them. All of them. All of them. 
Uh, <laughs> is this, this no. your opportunity to get really mean? No, 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 no. I, I was laughing because I was like, what if I said that you were a Marjorie after I had said so many things about how Marjorie is so <laughs> I would carry that with me. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep at all on that plane trip I'm no, going on tomorrow. You're, you're not a Marjorie. Thank you, friend. Um, Wait, who are these other people? Who's Laura? Remember there's the one scene talking about the moon? <laughs> Nancy's the older sister doesn't care and Laura is the younger <laughs> sister's like I can draw pictures too okay yeah wait forgot about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what no I think you're um a mix between Elizabeth dead Elizabeth <laughs> no I get it <laughs> I don't think that you have to meet an untimely fate did you I just noticed that that Elizabeth is with an S yeah Okay, so it's a little different. It's a little different. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> the baby? Dead baby? And dead horseback rider? All right. I'm going to remember kidding. this forever. All right. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> over. No, I'm just kidding. You're going you're gonna to like, you? stop recording. <laughs> no, no. No, I think that's fine. No, uh, I'm a dead baby. I mean, there's really not a lot of good choices i gave you the i gave you a really good one i was really kind but yeah no i'm a dead baby no 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 no, no. okay i'm just like the person who had scarlet fever <laughs> and died before like off page uh-huh. no, no i'm just kidding um, um. <laughs> you were like delighted at what you just said to me no i'm laughing because you were so mad um no i think you're what like if i ripped the fuckers <laughs> You're like, I get it. No. I had this book for 25 years and I just tried. Um, No, I think actually, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but I think you're a mix of like Elizabeth and Jessamine because I think Elizabeth, if she had a little bit, because she seemed to me to be um, like adaptable. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause she was like, she adapted through stuff, but, um, with like a little bit more self confidence, which would be from Jessamine. All right. I'll take it. Do you not believe it? I believe it. I think I'm more of an Elizabeth than a Jessamine. I I think that's true. I I think you're, um, mostly Elizabeth with Jessamine. I think if Elizabeth hadn't untimely died, while saying, I feel like flying. <laughs> I think she and her sister would have stayed in the circus and been a double act. Yeah, I think so. Which is essentially a metaphor for Hot Mouthy. Ah. See, I made, I, we talked me. about the book and then I made it a plug again. Yeah. No, yeah. I, Because I, I think the thing is that you would never, <laughs> you would never meet an untimely death. I, oh, I thought you were going to say run away to the circus because also true. <laughs> I mean, unless. I don't think you would run away to the circus. But here's the thing. That was a different time. Would a Ryan yeah. of the 1800s run away to the circus? Rather than have to marry some doof? Rather than marry that running back? I think, you Wait, know what? The running back was Amanda's boyfriend. Oh. Who's her They're boyfriend? all running. Who's a farmer? Oh. They're all the same. They're all the same. Um, but no, thank you for giving me a chance to talk about this, uh, Jessamine. I'm looking at the other characters. I'm trying I to see. I feel like they put way too much space on the cover for Jessica and Elizabeth, considering they make a cameo at the end as <laughs> <Yeah>. babies. <laughs> as babies. Um, and what is... Okay, so when you look at the pictures... You know what? You're partially Alice Robertson. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. 
not Alice Larson, who we know next to nothing about, except for that she gets a thousand yard stare sometimes. Um, Yeah. So when you look at the picture, that's Alice Larson. Guess what? Oh, oh, yours is so much brighter than mine, too. Well, yeah, it was first edition, not eighth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, okay. So there's Alice Larson. That's Jessamine. Yeah. Um, that's probably Jessamine later. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco Jessamine. That's Samantha. Who the fuck is this? Or maybe that's even Amanda. This? This is Samantha. With the white? No. No, no the guy's the flapper. Looking, no, because I think that's Ted. I think that's Ted looking at Amanda. Who's Ted? The love of her life who gets oh, framed by Samantha? Yeah, you're right. You forget so soon. Unless, yeah. <laughs> and then, who the heck is in all those, in the white? Maybe it's Elizabeth. I think it's Elizabeth. Oh, geez, Elise. Then who are these? Who's the one with the bangs? Though that's just that's uh that's Elizabeth from the books. That's Elizabeth Wakefield. Who's the one with the curliest hair? Jessica Wakefield. Why are they on this picture? That to sell books. To sell books, and you know what? It worked. Twenty years ago, <laughs> it sold this book. It made this moment happen. All right, so, Francine Pascal. Good job, Francie. Good job, Francie. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do you have anything else you want to plug after that? No, uh, Hellmouth is the big thing. Um, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can, but if you want to find out when stuff is new and popping with me, you could follow me on Twitter at, at our Mogi, R-M-O-G-G-E. Cool, cool. Thank you so much for doing the show, Ryan. Of course. This is great. Feel better, Lindsay. Bye. Yes, feel better. Um, keep it uh, unique.